Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. I feel like it's been long, it, longer than a week and a half. Yeah, it's what, yeah. It feels like it's been longer than a week and a half since I've said that. Yeah, like it feels like it's been I, a month. I can agree. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know, kind of getting back into the groove of things. But uh, yeah, this episode one hundred and forty three. For the week of September 6th, 2020, even though this is September 9th. Because Will... Well, actually, holy shit. Yeah. My name's Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. Oh, this week, I'm joined by the man... It, is that a Colorado hat Yeah, that is based off, like, that Minnesota brand? They... I don't know. I just I found this out there. It's got a little, like, Colorado symbol. It's got the miners. I like that a lot. Because, like, the Minnesota one's got, like, what, the, the sticks... Well, in the yeah, middle there's and then a, the symbols. There, there's a few Minnesota ones, and okay. the, none of them are like copyrighted to any sort sure. of company. So, sure, yeah, I and, just like that style. That style looks nice. Yeah, I liked it. It was minimal. It didn't have like Colorado blasted across <laughs> it, like most of their fucking tour. Colorado. You know what I mean, though. Like, no, I get it. All the tourist crap just has. Surprised he didn't come back decked out in Broncos gear. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh no! Don't, no, 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 no. Not gonna happen. Will, a.k.a. the man in the Denver, not Denver, in the Colorado, but doesn't look like a Colorado hat because it's simplistic and it looks fucking awesome, and the Minnesota Rocker t-shirt. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this <laughs> evening? Yeah. I'm doing great. <laughs> what an intro. What an intro. You know, um, got to bring you back in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just got to... Got to rope you in back uh, from that trip. Yeah. How was your trip? It was really good. Yeah. Yep. Good to get away from everything. Um, we actually left when we left on Tuesday, it was snowing, which is. Yeah. I, I saw the pictures that Vicky posted on Facebook. Yeah. I had to scrape our car off with one of my credit cards because it had iced over overnight. And we, we barely, we, uh, we were heading to the airport Tuesday and we barely missed like the snowstorm. Sure. So we got out just in time. I am not. Looking forward to that here. Yeah. Because granted, you came back and you get to experience this little bit of chilly bullshit that we get yeah, right now. Yeah, 45 and rainy here. Yeah. Next week's supposed to be mid-70s. Right. Well, that's the thing. In Denver, it was 90 all week. Yeah. Almost 100 um, on Monday. And, and then, then Tuesday, boom. 32 and snowing. Yep. That's the that's the beautiful part about that state. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. What do we do? Gosh. Uh, we saw... Mountains. Lots of mountains. Mountains. They're gorgeous, too. Um, there's a picture, I believe, I put up on Twitter of a panoramic of this lake we visited. Yeah. Which looked amazing. And then we actually, um, they have a, a Jeep. We went off-roading a little bit. I saw those pictures, too. Yep. Going up into the mountain areas. Went off-roading on this trail, which is kind of crazy. You're like, you're in the Jeep, and you're riding along the trail, and it's like, oh, if we go down that way, we're like, we're rolling for a while, you know? It gets a little little scary. Like I didn't say you'd be dead. You say we'd be rolling for a while. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really fun. Horseback riding, like we had talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I felt really comfortable doing it too. We were on like for an hour and a half on this trail again through the mountains. Uh, my favorite part was uh, when we'd go through the water. Yeah. My horse seemed to like to splash. So he'd like get in the water. Oh, and, like, little prancing in yeah. there. Ooh. That's that, awesome. Um, apparently, 
my horse was very gassy the whole oh, trip. Heard and about Vicky that. Was, Vicky was behind me in the, in the line. So I was like, yeah. Good boy, Toby. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> good boy. That's awesome. I gave him as many pats as I could good. while we were riding. Pat, pat. Yep. Um, Favorite thing you did on the trip? Oh, man. If you could distill it down. was one f- most favorite thing you did on the trip? Gosh. Honestly, the most... The... The most fun was actually off-roading in the Jeep because it was like, uh, it was that adrenaline rush, right? Yeah. A little bit scary, a little bit fun. I was grabbing the oh shit handle the whole time in the car. I do love how um, that's called the oh shit handle. Yep. And then we got some pictures of the lake and the waterfall up there while we were off-roading too. That was really fun. Um, we went to a really fancy dinner. Uh, you had the uh, Wagyu beef, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Vicky's cousin had got us a reservation and gift card for a wedding present while we were out there. That's awesome. And yeah, the, the dinner was really cool. Um, we started off with a, uh, it was a smoked tomato soup. Okay. But it had lobster. Ooh. And a, um, was it? There's like a pastry with like pork shoulder in it or something like that. Oh. Yeah. It was crazy, but it was really wow. good. Um, then, yep, the Wagyu beef for dinner, which yep. came with this summery salad thing. I couldn't even tell you what was in it. Delicious. Um, but it was a summery salad. Yep. Um, and then there, there's like mashed potatoes, but it was, there was uh, lamb bacon in it and also like black garlic. Good Lord. So, yeah. That sounds amazing. It was good stuff. It was really good meal. So Most here, expensive meal I've ever had. Here's the question. Was that the best thing you ate? <laughs> on your vacation. I think I know where you're going. Uh, oh, I don't know if... It, I wasn't actually going anywhere. Oh, I was just kind of being an asshole. Like, gotcha. was there anything better was that you had? Was there anything better? No, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. What do you think I was getting at? I don't know. You're talking about eating things in Colorado? Oh. I thought you were going down that path. No. No, no, no. But you did? No. No. I thought you did. Nope. Okay. Not. Okay. Yeah, it was a fun time. I don't know. Oh. We're not talking Josh. about dicks. <laughs> Just flat out say that. Also, what's You're up, Josh? Welcome. Um, It is a sick mouse pad. Yeah. It was uh, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. That's good. Just chilled up in the mountains. So what we're saying is, is that we're going to pack everything up. We're going to quit our jobs. <laughs> And we're going to move to Colorado together. I mean, as long as we could be the area we stayed in, they had satellite internet. Like, we're talking, could barely stream a movie. Okay, I was going to say, that sounds terrible. Yep, it was bad. So, as long as you're fine with, you know, streaming at like 480p. And- nope, we're bringing a gigabit Ethernet <laughs> connection with us. Okay. And we're streaming from the mountaintops. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Yep, we're going to build a little cottage up there in the mountains. Nice. It's gonna be beautiful. Just wait. I mean, you're gonna be there too. It's 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 just us, you and me. That's oh, just it. us. Oh, just us. Okay. Yep. Nice. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, Colorado trip. It was great. First time flying too. That's. Uh, it was your first time. Yep. First time in an airplane. Wow. So, uh, the first from uh, MSP to Denver. Yep. The whole trip there, my stomach was like flipping. Sure. Um, it was my first. Fully yeah. understandable. And I don't know. Like part of it might have been the nerves beforehand, mm-hmm. um, but I just kept drinking. I had a pop with me and then some food and snacking. And I was fine the whole way there. 
Uh, takeoff, definitely worse than landing for me. Sure. Some people say it's the other way around because you're, you're breaking fast. Right. But I was more fine with the, the landing than the takeoff. Got it. But yeah, the way back was perfectly fine. That's no, awesome. No problems at all. I'm glad that everything went well. I'm glad you had a really fun trip. I'm glad you didn't do anything stupid. <laughs> and in more ways than one. And yeah, it's good to be it's good to have you back. Well, thanks, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um Yeah. You want to know what what else is on this episode that we're Well, Will, I I have something to tell you first. Okay. It's in regards to this episode. A lot happened over the past week and a half. I kind of saw like was, a lot. Yeah. Uh so Coming up on this week's episode, we have Will is back from his honeymoon. We, we, we just talked talk about, about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> we have a small look into the future of HCS. We have tournament announcements and recaps. We have Halo Infinite tidbits. We have MCC uh, getting some promising updates. The first season of the CDL has concluded and shit is hitting the fan. NVIDIA announces their 3000 series GPUs and shit is hitting the fan. Xbox Series S and X prices and dates have been revealed and shit is hitting the fan. And video games. Video, always video games. To round things out at the end of the show. But without further ado, Will, let's get into some competitive news. We have an HCS interview by Postums, and this is Tatashi. This is in the MCC development update article as well. It is a little bit toasty in here. I apologize. No, it's all good. I just, I don't know, just feeling it. Well, the funny thing is, is, is so, I'm sorry to get off track, but real quick. So we just talked about how it's like 45 here and rainy. Yeah. I turned my heat on for the first time. Really? Yeah. It said it's 72 in here. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like... 72-er, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm a 70 to 72-er. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. I like that, but 69. Nice. It's good temperature. Nice. <laughs> it's actually 68, but I felt like I needed to bump it up. Oh, wow. Okay. Hole. All right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know me. I like things toasty. That's that you do. That's just me. Uh, Josh says, took a break from destiny Two to watch the stream low key feel a bit overwhelmed with all that's thrown at me as a new player, hardly keeping up. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that I, I told you take it slow, take that game pieces at a time, especially as a new player, they do throw everything at you at once. There is a lot. So that's that. And if you're always looking for more, like what's actually going on with lore, there's tons of YouTube videos out there. There is about it. So there is also, if you want like optimal runs, YouTube videos are great. Absolutely. And um, then Josh says, my house is usually at 72 to 75. He's a warm boy, too. I guess I like it a little colder. You do. You like a little more brisk. A little brisk. You know, a little iced tea. Ooh. <laughs> do they make a peach iced tea? They should. If they don't, I would be really surprised. And for those who don't have brisk in their country, I don't know if it's available worldwide, right. but they might be really confused as to what we're talking yeah. about right now. I haven't made a brisk reference, I don't think, for years. So... There's it still exists, right? I haven't had oh, yeah. one. I don't think I've had one in forever. Oh, it absolutely still exists. Uh, the gameplay is fun as fuck, but the story is meh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gameplay is phenomenal for yeah. Destiny. Yeah, and the story, you have to go out of your way to find more. And it's, we've we've talked about that plenty of times. All right. HCS interview by yes. Postums to Tashi. Hey, Tashi. Thank you so much for taking some time today to talk through with some things. So 2020, this has been an interesting year to say the least. With the pandemic and how HCS does tournaments, what has been some of the core shifts of focus or challenges that your team has been rising to meet as it relates to MCC and HCS? Tashi states, 
I said HCS there. You, you did. That? I did. Yeah. I was, that's why I looked at you. Oh, man, that was weird. Okay, so Tashi says, yeah, I think there's a couple things here. First is, you know, obviously running in-person events is not really a thing we're doing right now. Also, our monthly Microsoft Store tournaments that were really a bright spot in our community are just not possible right now. I mean, didn't they say that they're not happening anymore anyway? Because they're closing Microsoft stores? Yeah, they're closing Microsoft stores. And did they really shine a light on them? Like, not that often. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think enough people showed up to them. Was, really, yeah, yeah. And even then, I mean, we've thrown so much shade as it is, but I'll just say this. What did they get? A tweet? That's rarely. it? Rarely. Yeah, rarely. And then there be a mixer stream sometimes with like the four of the stores on the Halo channel on Mixer. I didn't even know those existed. See, it's it's weird. Um regardless anyway. yeah additionally we had others in the community like gt halo running local land events and everything but this year um we really had to focus on shifting everything online which has had its own ups and downs i think the upside is you can be more inclusive with these events so that players from a different region in the world c- can come together and play this level of inclusiveness is awesome but there's still nothing quite like playing on land especially in a competitive setting Beyond this emphasis on running online tournaments, another impact of the pandemic has just been on how we collaborate at a team level. We're used to sitting close together with the addition of a focus room with a nice big whiteboard for brainstorming. We have tools that we use still, uh, to still do this today, but there's just a different level of collaboration and communication that happens when you're working remotely. It's just not the same as sitting next to everyone. We really are at our best when we're able to work closely, and this is because of how super tight-knit our team is. We're rising to the occasion and have overcome the bulk of these communication hurdles, but it's been a learning experience. So Possum st- uh, asks, I know you all have, had, uh, have also had a lot of various grassroots efforts. Uh, things such as the Beach Life Code giveaways and the Cliptrocity event. Are there, are there plans for additional events? And if so, where should people go to look for information on that? Taji says, yes, the HCS team not only works on HCS, which is like the main official league, but ultimately we have a lot of focus around competitive engagement, both in terms of watching and playing as well. We know there is more to competitive Halo that is entertaining to play and watch than just the core 4v4 experience that we all know and love. So we've been experimenting when trying new things and Cliptrocity is one of those ideas that came out of uh, out of that since Muggsy's, Muggsy on the team got his start in the montage community. So, you know, for us, the first one went very well and we're... Um, we're going to continue to do it. We should have another one launching sometime in September. We also have the MCC Pro Series, and we've got some other stuff in the works that we cannot talk about right now. You know there's more coming in terms of your core 4v4 experience, but also these kinds of extra ancillary activities that are just more inclusive of the entire competitive experience in Halo, both from a watchability but also play perspective. So there you go. More potentially on the way. Yeah, and we knew that. Already, so not a whole lot here to digest, which is unfortunate because I wanted more. But the fact that the HCS got a little bit of a shine, like in that MCC development update, that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'm going to say is we have the final MCC Pro Series Pro Tournament for Halo 3 taking place this weekend, like on Saturday in just a few days from now, right? So the question remains... What's next? And that's the thing that I keep harking, harping on them about is that I want an announcement now, really, or during that stream. Let us know what's coming next so players can prepare, if anything. 
And if you don't, well, fuck. I'm not trying to be a downer all the time. It's just, you know, it'd be nice to know because of what we're going to talk about with Snakebite later. It would just be nice to know what professionals, AMs, what these players have to look forward to. We know Infinite's not coming this year, so give us something else. Right, it sucks. <laughs> but, like, give us something else in the meantime. Well, that's it. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. And I, I, I don't blame them. It's, it's a very hard thing to do. They said they have some things in the works, which is great. It's just hopefully we get to hear about those sooner rather than later. And not soon as in a week before a tournament's supposed to start. Fuck that. Speaking of tournament announcements, though, Blue Team Tournament's fall lineup has been announced. This is by Blue Team Tournaments. They have a Halo 3 FFA on September 27th, a Halo 4 2v2 Snipers, Snipers, which I will not be competing in, <laughs> on October 24th, and a Halo 5 3v3 SWAT on November 28th. Sticking to that one tournament a month deal, which is fantastic, gives everybody long times in advance to get registered, practice, find their teammates, do whatever they need to do. Great to see. Love it. Keep up the great work, Blue Team. You guys are doing great. GT Halo announced their next event. You guys wanted a Saturday, and you got one. The Quarantine Schoolyard returns for maybe its last rendition, so grab your duo and get paired with another duo in our fun 4 4 event. Saturday, September 26th at 12 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at twitch.tv forward slash GT Halo, and you can register at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat. It is Halo 5, by the way. Halo Data Hive update. This is by Halo Data Hive. Took way longer than I thought, but you can now search for your own Halo 5 stats on Halo Data Hive again. Updated look at the pages, and you can now even see your overall custom and Warzone stats as well as dive into each game. Fantastic. It's awesome. Love the work you do. Keep it up. Fucking awesome. Really hoping you get access to Infinite's API so your stats website can continue to run beautifully. We use it all the time for major events. Really hoping that's going to be the case for Infinite. And then the final piece of competitive news. Snakebite speaks the truth. This is by Snakebite on Twitter, and I quote, 343 and Microsoft should take notice of how these content creators and pro players got to play the game early and will be uploading the content to their channels all before a beta. This is Call of Duty Cold War, by the way. Been saying for a long time, Halo needs to be doing something similar rather than staying super secretive. So that tweet happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. The Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War multiplayer reveal was today. And after watching that and watching streamers play, I'm in a full agreement with Snakebite on this. You had hundreds of thousands of people tuning into what this... People, people are going to buy it no matter what. But you had hundreds of thousands of people tuning into these big streamers, to the mainstream as well, because it was the mainstream first on Call of Duty's channel, which did a deep dive into the multiplayer of what Black Ops Cold War is going to be. Not everything, but a good amount. Um, We'll talk about that later in the show. And then at that same time, you had VODs uploaded to these respective content creators' YouTube channels. And then after this event, they were able to stream them actually playing what is supposedly the alpha of yeah. Black Ops Cold War. 
And me um, as a consumer, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. You finish it up. No, all I was going to say is like me as a consumer, like I'm going to buy Halo no matter what. Everybody already knows that. And, but like, it brings more eyes to your product. And like I watched, I, I was watching Tim, Nick Merckx and all that, the really big ones, right? Tim was not having a great time, but it was because he was getting shit on for really. Was he playing? I didn't watch today. Sure. Were they playing like 5v5 or I mean 4v4? They were playing a mixture of everything. So did they do Warzone with? No. So it was just uh, standard multiplayer, not gotcha. competitive. Gotcha. So it was like, I think it was 6v6. They did 12v12. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and they tried some of the new modes as well. But the fact of the matter is he was getting shit on, but it was still entertaining to watch and to see the game being played. Yeah. Like to see how different strategies play out in it's such a limited capacity to see the wall bangs that could happen to see the head glitch spots that could happen. It's, it was just really cool to see the game fucking being played. And as a consumer, if infinite did some, if halo did something like that, I would love to just see the game being played like that. Sure. It. Well, one, um, you need a complete product to do that, which we haven't seen done in a while. True statement. And yes, you need to build hype around it. Call of Duty's giving it to its pro players because it has a pro league, right? It's got a the CDL, and they need to learn, be moving on to the next game and practice up as much as possible. Where Halo Pro is being open and no one's tied to it, it feels really weird. Which pros do you give it to? Which ones do you not? Sure. I mean, all of a sudden, your open tournaments, then your your lower tier players because they are going to complain. Oh, they had extra time to play. CDLs like that bracketed like these are these are players on rosters that have shined. They're obviously going to be playing. Sure, give them the game. I think with Call of Duty, it was an emphasis on more so the content creator aspect right. of it, right? Which, and the pros that are content creators too. But I did also see Tiny in there. Um, I saw Diamond Soda in there. So it may have been everyone who was signed to a team in modern warfare could have been because tiny was our bench player. Yep. Um, and then, um, yeah, they but it also wasn't every pro, right? Because, uh, like there were a lot of big names that were not that I did not see in lobbies when those players were playing, but it could have been timing. It could have been sure. It could have been a multitude of things. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. Like, you know, I feel like Call of Duty players are better at content outside of competing. Sure. More like Wuskins has a YouTube and a Twitch, and um, I just don't see that as much like... I in the I, Halo in space? In the Halo space, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, I know they do stream, but it's like... The thing... Not... Like, it's not... They're not, they're not in the thousands of viewers. They're I agree. Like hundreds, maybe. I agree. And the YouTube content that they put out, which is good that they're putting out YouTube content in the first place. It's, it's a lot of, like, gameplay analysis. Yeah. And whatnot. Which is fine. Like, like I'm not trying to shit on them for having to putting out content because they're trying to diversify their their content portfolio, and that's not a bad thing. That's great. Right. But yeah, it's just for me. Like most of the I'm out of the ones I've watched. Yeah. Sand does a good job talking to his chat, but a lot of them are just competing and playing the game, and they're not right focused. They're focused on playing. Which sure, there's a certain aspect to watching someone who's great at 
their game right. or, or their craft play. But it's really hard to keep, like, for me to just watch someone play, not not interact with chat, and then, like, they get up in between games and go do stuff and come back to play, and they're just – and I, it's tough because I know that they're they're doing what they do to, to be the best. You know, they're focusing on the game. But right. it's really hard to watch as a viewer. Right. I agree. I agree. And that's that's where that other content could come into play. It's just it's not diversified enough, I guess you could say. Sure. Like you see these these and that's we that's we talked about it before on a previous episode about orgs not wanting to come into Halo. It's because right. there's no marketability around it. Yeah. And that's what it kind of feels like. Right. And if, I know I keep talking about Tim, but like Tim the Tap Man, Nick Merckx, a lot of these bigger streamers in general, right? Yeah. Who play a lot of Warzone, right? Whatever. The thing that I've liked about their YouTube content is that they they do challenges within the game, sure. right? So, no, like only ground loot. Like you can't get your loadout. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a simple thing that it's like, oh, that brings something different to the formula. It's not just you going through a Warzone game and dominating like you usually do. That actually mm-hmm. is challenging, yeah, right? Sure. The random loadouts where there's a website where it randomly picks your loadout for you and you mm-hmm. have to pick that. Like that's doing something like that. It, not, it doesn't have to be a carbon copy, but doing something like that in a Halo, like, oh, you can only pick up this, you can only use this weapon. You can't pick up this weapon on the map. You can't pick up power-ups. Like right. just certain things like that to diversify content, make it more enjoyable instead of just gameplay analysis. Here's where you can jump on the map and it's not bad content. I'm not saying it's bad content. It's just put something else out there. Vlog for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. give us, give us a little bit more of an insight into your lives. It doesn't need to I be could... fully personal. Just a little some, some. So I, I mean, if I really want to go down the rabbit hole, can I just, I, my mind, my next step in my mind goes to, is there enough, like, because I feel like these players would be doing that, but there's not enough with Halo to do it. Sure. Like, there very well might not be. That's all you got. I mean, Halo 5, you got your spring jumps and your your random spots on the map. Yep. But that's all Halo is. Sure. So does it come down to, does Halo need to be more diverse itself? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe there needs to be something. I think a Halo BR would be great. I'm gonna go. I'm sure. gonna go with it because then that keeps people playing Halo. Yeah, that the pros can then jump because that's a, that's a big thing too. Is a lot of the, the Call of Duty pros play Warzone on the side, right? And that's entertaining to watch. It's, it is. It's, they're not just scrimming all the time. What's up, Shot? Welcome to the stream. Um, but but and I think Warzone tried to be that extra mode and it just wasn't great. Not, you know, wasn't exciting enough for people. Sure. It's got its dedicated fan base, and that's another part. Halo has all of its sectioned off dedicated fan bases for right, what they but like. At least giving that option to players, right? Because I, I was totally against BR, a Halo BR from the get go. Mm-hmm. And then the more and more I thought about it, I'm like, I, I talked about it on the show too, is that if it came out, if Infinite came out with a BR or a separate release later on, whatever it may be, or before. Um, I said that I, I'd play it. Yeah. And it'd probably be my favorite. Like it'd probably be my favorite BR. Right now, it's right now Apex with the time that I played for Apex Legends, and I it was a long time ago. Like I didn't play after the seasons came out and everything. 
but a long time ago, when we played Apex, you, me, and Joey, right? Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought Apex was great. The gunplay felt fantastic because it's Titanfall. Hello. Yeah. Titanfall's great. And I thought the heroes were cool. So I like I, I like Apex Legends. That's probably my favorite BR right now. Then it's Warzone because it took what Blackout did but made it better. I agree. There are cheaters and whatnot, but that's besides it's every fucking game. But uh like they took Blackout, made it better, and Warzone's probably my number two, right? I don't play Fortnite, I don't like it. But and then all these other ones, I don't really care. Right. But if they if Halo came out with one, that could be, you know me, I love Halo's gameplay a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it could, it could really bring a diverse new type of gameplay to a battle royale. Yeah. So I don't pro- think, yeah, I, probably. I would like it, but I don't think we're getting one. Just Sure. I don't think we are. But I maybe open world Call of Duty will, or not Call of Duty, open world Halo will provide different uh different things to do it would be sick um shot asked what have i missed so far we recapped will's amazing trip to colorado uh talked about the hcs interview in the mcc development blog which we're going to talk further about later and now we're just talking about content creation so on and so forth but yeah i mean i get what snake bite, snake bite is saying um Get the game out in front of people. Yeah. Generate that hype beforehand. Yep. It's the thing with with Halo games is what we've seen is they've, they're coming out broken. Right. And if you release something that doesn't work and, and the content creators get their hands on it and they shit on it, it's going to just really be bad. Gonna, yeah. And the other thing too is that you're right. This is a full product that we're seeing at this point. And Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War releases in two months. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a releases a year from now type of scenario that Infinite could be in. Right. But this is a game that's releasing in two months. So hopefully when we get, I mean, I, based off our speculation from last week, right? If Infinite releases at the end of next year, so like fall next year, I really hope we get a multiplayer reveal in between that. Like, I don't oh, want yeah. it. Oh, I don't want it two yeah, months need- before release. I want it well beforehand. Just a fuck. I. Two months before, though, you have a complete product, which you can get a beta out test. I, their servers don't need to be tested. Well, what I'm hoping is, is that if that if Infinite releases in fall 2021, I hope we have an extensive or not not necessarily extensive, but a flighting program leading up to the release at this point, because they said one of the biggest challenges was getting a flighting program and the extensive flighting program that they had planned just is not able to come to fruition. Based off of the delay, COVID, and all that stuff. So hopefully, if it's delayed by a full year, we're able to get that. Something in regards to that. I'm selfish and don't want to have to wait 10 months for a beta. That's basically what I'm getting at. Um, Shot asks, what if this extended time for the game release, Halo Infinite, means we'll have a separate Halo BR experience? I know this has probably been talked to death, though. Extensive, I love the air quotes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. So, I'm with you, Will, in thinking that it's not going to happen. If there, if there really is as much work that needs to be done on this game for them to delay it this long, there's probably not going to be an extra mode. Right. Right away. Exactly. Right away. Um. All right. Shall we move on? Yeah. Upcoming turns to the... Oh, wait. That does it for your competitive news. 
Almost missed that. That was crazy. Close. close. Yeah, it was very close. I'm going to the week. presented by NewCombo.com. Check out NewCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Thursday, September 10th. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Midnight Halo, Jack of All Trades, V2, Halo 5, 2v2. It's a lot of twos. A lot of twos. No Halo 2, though. Saturday, September 12th, the MCC Pro Series Pro Tournament number two, featuring Halo 3. It's the final pro tournament in the MCC Pro Series for Halo 3. Do we know what's coming next? Fuck no. Hopefully we find out. Halo 4. Wouldn't that be awesome, though? All joking aside, I'd watch the fuck out of it. Yeah, I would, like, as much as it was not touted as a, you know, competitive game. Oh, yeah. It'd be fun to watch them do it. People playing Extraction would be fun as fuck to watch. Throw in just for shiggles. All right, just for absolute shiggles, have a ricochet tournament. Throw that fucker in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd watch the well, fuck well, out of that. Football great. season's back tomorrow. Oh, thanks for reminding me. We got to talk about predictions for Sunday's game, bro. Oh, um, oh yeah. I also need to fix the fantasy league. Yeah, you guys are doing it. I guess so. Yeah, but yeah, you're doing it. Um, Sunday, September thirteenth. The Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4 as well. So those are the three big tournaments that are happening over the week. And honestly, that's all I got. So without further ado, Will... Well, actually, let me just say this. That does it for your upcoming tournaments for the week. I'm talking yeah. about NewCop.com. Check out NewCop.com for all your Halo Esports needs. No merch joke. Don't worry. I'm past that. Roster what? Roster Media! Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> it's still, a lo- I love that sound bite. Still, it was so good. It, it was that was the first one we did. It was, yeah, first one we recorded. Back it was. Two, that was over a long time ago, over two years ago now. Holy shit, jeez. Will, what do we got for roster mania? We've been doing this too long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> time to close up shop, boys. Yep. Uh, here we go. Uh, roster mania this week: snake bite to challengers. This is a tweet from Snakebite himself. Gonna try to compete in COD Challengers while I wait for the release of Infinite. If any team slash players are interested, let me know. Let him know. Let him know. Do you think he'll be picked up by a team? Or do you think it's too late? I never think it's too late. I don't think he's Shotzi but I also don't think he's a run-in-the-mill AM player if he made the transition. I don't think he would be bad. I don't think he would be incredible, again, like a Shotzi, but I think he could really prove himself for sure. So what I've been seeing is with the change to 4v4, we've seen a lot of players drop. You got to think. Is this what you mean by it's too late? One player from each team essentially is going to end up either on their bench or into challengers. It's pushing every, at least one player back into challengers, right? That's not even including the bench because we'll just wait till we talk about oh, yeah. in CDL. As you've yeah. probably seen, it's been nuts. So you have a lot of players who are going to drop into, into challengers that we're yeah. playing in the, in the CDL league. Right. And I would say if snake bite is making the transition, yep. He's got to get with a, a veteran who can show him the ropes, someone who can shot call and just teach him the overall, what he needs to be doing when. Right. And, and call of duty, as we know, is a much faster paced game. Yes. And I'm not saying that snake bite is slow, but he plays a more methodical approach. 
which I think he could be a good AR then. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Give him an AR and put him on the back of the map, try to lock down lanes rather than yep. getting up in people's faces. It's another or, beautiful part about Black Ops Cold War. Or who knows? Maybe he would just be a godly SMG and we have no idea. Who? That's that's the beautiful thing, right? We haven't seen him. The thing is, though, like we don't get enough eyes on challengers. So even Facts. if he is competing and winning, we're like, what the fuck is he doing? It's you know what I mean? Statement. <laughs> factual statement. So... Um, I wish him the best of luck and I would love to see him succeed, but with the changes going on, it's hard to know if he's going to actually get picked up or maybe he just surprises everyone, gets on a team that no one really knows and just takes off. Right. And based off, based off what Beth had said, uh, it sounds like from his streams that this was, this would be a temporary thing. He doesn't, he, he, he plans on coming back for infinite. Now, gotcha. whether or not that mindset changes, if he does compete in challengers and things go well, who knows, well, but he is, I think he's, they're under contract for Sentinels for infinite, aren't they? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But who knows what that contract term may have been now that infinite is, is not, delayed, is delayed. True statement. We, we still don't know what the roadmap is. Now, I don't know the talks that that they may have had behind the scenes because we're obviously not in that discussion. Um, I would hope that those talks are happening, but yeah, this this is hard. This is this is hard. He wants to compete in challengers while he waits for infinite, fully respectable, wants to do something, wants to compete in something. Mm-hmm. When that time comes, infinite is releasing, we have the full roadmap. What does that contract look like for Sentinels? Does he make a big enough name for himself where one of these bigger teams in the CDL want to pick him up? And just look at the the money that's in COD right now. Right, it's insane. It's insane. You're getting paid. He's get he would get paid even in a, challengers. Yep. Or even if he was just on a a bench roster spot yep. in the CDL, not in challengers, but uh, in you know the main yeah. league. Yeah. He's making more money than he probably would off of tournament winnings from Halo. Exactly, and those. I imagine that those contracts are probably more fleshed out too, is what I would imagine. Yeah. Well, then again, we have seen what we just saw, with everyone getting dropped. Well, that's that's just it. How do you, from an organization's mindset, how do you sign a player for more than one year, if the game changes every year? Right. So was this a, and now this is pure speculation. We don't we don't know any of the contractual obligations. We don't know. Uh, how people signed on these dotted lines. We don't know what were included in these contracts. Was this a one-year inaugural contract, you think? Well, the Minnesota players, all of them, had a two-year option. Like, they were signed for one year with a second-year option. Okay. That the org could either say, yes, we're going two okay. years, or no. Well, it explains what happened then. And then uh, Brian Saint Yep, he's said, the coach. Yep, he said that. Everyone being dropped doesn't mean we're getting rid of everyone. He's saying that they're going to look to re-sign and rebuild. But for cheaper. Possibly. Well, I'm guaranteed that's what that is. Well, you're going from a five-man to a four-man roster. It's going to be cheaper no matter what. Well, I'm just saying it's just like that's a lot of the comments on these things have been they like the organizations, it sucks like because a lot of the organizations didn't want to have to do this. Right. 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 This is a league decision to bring it back to a 4v4. It was a league and probably Activision decision to bring it to a 4v4. Okay. Yep. So it wasn't just on the organizations. Therefore, a lot of the organizations are pissed that, you know, we like our players. We didn't want to have to do this. 
Mm-hmm. But business is business. Money is money. We know that. Yep. But it's just, it, it, some of it like gets rubbed the wrong way. Oh, yeah. In a sense where, hey, the Minnesota Rocker roster got dropped. The whole thing, bench and all, Saint as a coach stays, and he comes on Twitter and he goes, hey, I mean, yeah, we, but that doesn't mean, doesn't mean they can't come back. Right. For cheaper, <laughs> like, without saying it. You know what I mean? So, like, I in, in all sports, right, obviously you want the player to make the most that they possibly can because yeah. they, they look, they want to do what's best for them too, obviously. So it's just, yeah, I get it. I was, I understand. It's just kind of shitty, but do you think they'd want to come back? It depends. Um, I mean, what Clayster just got back to back rings, right? And World he did. He with, legitimately got back to back rings. He was with Silly on that World War II squad for United, right? No, no, he was not. That he was, was with Simp and Abizi. That was Simp Abizi. Who was the fourth? Our cities. Our cities. Yes. Okay, our cities just got dropped though. What if was it? Hold on. I'm pretty sure silly because that was, was last five, year five v five. I think. Well, that was Black Ops four. Was last year five v five? Yeah, it was. Okay, so then it was it was Clay, Simp, Abizi, Pristini, and Arcides. That was the United. Silly won during the World War Two run. That would make more sense. Okay, but I was like, wait just, a second. I mean, um, imagine with all with all these players getting dropped. Yeah. I mean, if if any team can bring in. Clay and Arcides as a as a AR duo. Yep, and then build the the team around those two. They're they're already sitting in a good spot, right? So no, it's 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 crazy. It's roster mania in Call of Duty. It happens every year. It's just more prevalent now that there's a league behind it and there's a big spotlight on it. Yes, and they made a big change. Yes, you literally just dropped your roster size by a fifth. So it's. And the one of the biggest points of contention with this was they didn't add any expansion teams. Right. I think I think the plan was right, and because first, of COVID, they can't exactly. Again, understanding, like I understand it from a business standpoint. It just sucks that this happened the way it did. Yeah. Because if they did this change to a four v four format, players had to get let go. But they brought in expansion teams to not necessarily just give them a spot to go, but give more players an opportunity, right? That was the big problem. But again, from a business standpoint, because of COVID and everything, I understand. It is it is what it is. Um, I think this coming year is going to be really interesting. Agreed. It's just because of everything that's shaken out so far. Agreed. Um, all right. Will, do you want to let us know about the tournament league Tournament and league recaps for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll start off with Penn Halo, Halo 3, draft tournament results. Seventh through eighth, we had Sick Gaming and French Toast. Sue likes like some French Toast. Oh, French. Okay. Uh-oh. French Toast, waffles, or pancakes? Oh, man. 
Like if if I have don't to take, say it depends. You have to pick one. If I have to take one and leave the other two. Yep. And let's say like let, uh, to throw you a bone here. Let's say it's the best version of each of those. Well, like you're not having soggy French toast. You're not having like cold pancakes or anything. You're having legitimately. Hey, hi. Bye. Or oh, you're leaving. Oh, you're going to Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> this episode interrupted by. Have fun at Applebee's. My wife is gonna go have Applebee's. What's the what's their catchphrase? Something uh, about the neighborhood. Eating good in the neighborhood. Is that what it? Eating good in the, is that <laughs> no, what it no, is? No. <laughs> is it? Is it really? Oh, I just pulled eating, that out of my eating ass. Eating good in okay. the neighborhood. Applebee's. All right, bye. Pancakes, I guess. Really? Maybe. Surprised you didn't go French toast. I'm, you, I'm a French toast guy. Really? Yeah. I just think, like, I can eat pancakes regularly. If I was having French toast all the time, I'd get sick of it real quick. Okay. Like pancake. See, that's my problem. I, if I had pancakes all the time, I'd get sick of pancakes. Maybe. No, okay. Well, here's the question. Are we adding variations to the pancakes? You can get, like, strawberries. Right. You get chocolate chip I mean, you pancakes. can do that with waffles. French toast is like cinnamon and syrup. Like you can't really do. Well, much I mean, with you can French have stuffed French toast. Mm. Holy shit! What do we do? Uh oh. All right, fifth or sixth. Sorry, Team Spooky, <laughs> Spooky Easy, and Brisk. Brisk. Oh my god! Well, I. You know what's funny? I don't know if it's a subconscious thing, but maybe because I typed that out earlier, it like sat. In maybe your head. I don't know. That's right. funny. Fourth was DST. Third. Brad's open bracket. All right. Second was Invincible. And first was Team Sayo. Was Jesse Sayo on that team? I, I bet he was. Yeah. Yeah, I think All he right. Was. Next up, Esports Arena. Their Halo 5 4v4 uh, tournament, weekly tournament. In fourth was APMH Esports, Envor, Slinky, Super CC, and Vetra. Third was Legends, Legend, Sika, Shady, and SLG. Second, 2020's finest. Bound, saying, Septify, and Trippy. I like that team. But they took second. And first place went to Fung 4, Druck, Mr. Soul Snipe, Renegade, and Talik. Also, before you continue, we do have to say, Bobetta Feta, welcome back. Yes, sir. And yes, Bobetta was on that winning team for Team Sio in the Penn Halo Halo 3 draft tournament. GG's. So congratulations, Bobetta. You can put that fucking notch in your belt. That tournament win, champ in the flesh. All right, it's going to his ego. All oh, right, God. all right, we have to oh, shut him we, down, we gotta, boys. Shut uh, him down. You fucking suck. You're trash. Leave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, bro. Also, what's up, Jordan? Welcome back. Wait, Jordan says, dude, I heard something about a new dew. Supposedly, a watermelon dew should be coming out around January. I heard they're even doing a zero sugar version of it. And it's supposed to stay. Where are you getting this intel? I must know. And they did do the Game Fuel Zero Sugar yeah, watermelon. watermelon. I wonder if they're just transferring that over. As a standard Mountain Dew flavor? That'd be weird. How the fuck have we not heard about this? I haven't been looking. Even when, but that's the thing. I feel like with you and me, we don't have to look. They just appear. Like this shit just appears. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but. Shot says, I know a guy at Pepsi. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. Shot says, Water Malone? Wait, is it like a is it like a collab with Post Malone? Hold on. 
Yahoo. Okay, we we interrupt this episode of oh. HTS Pro Talk to bring you Mountain Dew is apparently releasing a watermelon flavor as a permanent soda. It's called Major Melon. Wait, hold on. If that's true, and they they are releasing a zero sugar version of it. You know, when I was in uh, Colorado, they didn't mm-hmm. have any Diet Mountain Dew. It was only the Mountain Dew Zero. I was like, ah, just not as good. Just not as good. Yeah, it's called Major Melon. Major Melon. Okay. Major Melon. We'll have to wait and see. That if it's good. bottle looks fucking weird. It's pink. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. It It's pink. The, I don't know if the liquid's going to be. I, I mean, obviously, Ooh. it's a clear bottle. They're usually clear bottles, but like. I mean, wow. not really. They're green, like the normal ones, sure. green tinted. Sure. So it could be just pink tinted. Very I'm 90s. Down. That's true shot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's I mean, insane. a lot of the 90s style is coming back, too. It's true. Wow. That's I mean, a lot of... <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. Also, hey, I got to do something real quick. Here. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you just message to ourselves? Yeah. Four months, bitch. Woo! Oh, okay. You just wooed yourself. Shout out to me. Does it feel good to woo yourself? Reset- all no. My, I'm literally watching my daughter sleep on the baby monitor next to me. And I'm trying, like, I mean, she's over there. So, like, the room above us right now is... The master bedroom. Yeah. The room above the utility is yeah. is hers. So she's fine. It's just I'm like literally watching her. Right. Um maybe they'll do a zero sugar Baja. Has that ever been a thing? Wait, they yeah. have a diet Baja, no, don't they? They have the no, it's Baja Zero at Taco Bell. No it's shit. A thing. No shit. Yep. All right, let's keep going here. G Fuel Energy Games, Halo 3, 4 before week two results. Seventh through eighth, we had Rated R Omega Law, which was Phoenix, Blitzkrieg, Conspiracy, and O Bump. And then MLG Gangsta's Bullet, Empty, Ugly Monkey. What a name. Gunfire in Alamite. Works for me. Fifth through sixth, we had Crunch Time, which was Paradigm, Triton, ARG. Or, yeah. And then known as Phenom, and then Susa Sweet. FXBG. Esports, right, shot creepy trash monster and released to Kraken. In fourth place, we had GM, Zucka, Windsor, Trek, or Tech, and Fire. Third was Four Good Noobs, Realized, Piles, Fatal, Most Dope. First and second. Why is it first and second? Do we not? Same amount of points, I believe. Okay. Because I, I believe this is just based off qualifications. Sure. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, on my X, Hunter JJX, Trunk, Display, Innovator. And then magnanimous, 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 magnan and magnanimous. God yeah. damn it. From like the open tournament. Ryan Noob King, yeah. Nick Rain and Spartan. Boom. Yes. Shakalaka. All right. And then last but wait, not last. Oh my oh, God. Oh no. The page broke for me <laughs> and I just. <sighs> CGL Halo 5 2v2 Invitational Last Chance Qualifier Results 5th through 8th RIP. The Luffy and Running JM, Undeniable, Glitchy and Zayas, Organ Reducers, Revelation and Joyce Lays, Knight YS, uh, Sowski and Strikey. Fourth was Passion, Fireboy and Sticka. Third was uh, Kalu, Krager and Hatif. 
I think that's Caillou. Caillou? Like the TPT Kids show? Sure. You never watched Caillou, the bald kid? Nah. Second was GBX, Renegade Inceptify, and first place went to Paradigm Shift, Pyretic, and Demons. I liked Caillou as a kid. If you go back and try to watch Caillou now, he's a little shit. Oh, yeah? He complains about fucking everything. Also, don't... You know what? For all the people out there who are potentially going to have kids in the future, I'm just going to say this. Never watch the show Llama Llama. That thing's fucking annoying. That kid's a little shit. Moving on. Halo Australia and Divine Mind Halo 5. 2v2 series number one. Here we go. 7th through 8th. Zira. Zerza. Zerza, I'm going to go with. Monza and Workdill. And then Fredo Fives, Synergy and Conflicts. Fifth through six, Eminem, Reaver, and Mark Frazier. And then A and Z is my son. Romancy and Jimmy Bruh. 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 Fourth was Jimmy Wadawick and C Mac, which was Jimmy Wadawick and Grand Last Shadow. Third, Alley Oops, MFJNR, and Nemesis. I like how their name was Alley. Oops. Like, oops. Yeah, like, I like oh, that. Oh, shit. Oops. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was good. Second, grab the PP Goose, Berserk and Slays. First went to Straight Shooters, Barcode, and Madey. Clearly, they did have straight shots. I guess so. They were they're doing it up. All right, SWAT Nation, Halo 5, 3v3, Throwdown. Throwdown! Seventh through eighth. Deja Booty, Scooty. Josh likes that one. Djibouti Scooty. Djibouti Scooty. I love, oh, that's a great name. Uh, Bards, Eurasian, and Throne. And then ELG, Kakashi, Adderse, and Bloggle. Bloghall. I don't. Fifth through six, Capless, Young Guns, Dallas Snipes, and Gun Lane. That is how Dallas Snipes spells his fucking gamer tag. Capital D, underscore A. Capital L, capital L, under or uh, lowercase A. I said underscore before. Um, capital S, X. Capital S, lowercase N, lowercase I. Capital P, lowercase E, uppercase Z. Dallas Snipes. Hey, Dallas Snipes. You need to change that shit. <laughs> yeah. OG Brothers, Chunk to Deuce, Dog My Bad, and I Mechanism. Shots putting the, the the three X's in front of it with the underscore. Oh, that's that's 2010 right there. You know what's funny is that actually looks better than what this fucker did. Yep, it does. <laughs> Fourth was. Yup, I do. <laughs> I don't know how this. No way. Scalatiously. Oh, I like that. That's perfect. Scholastica, Miss Audie, and Fluriously. I think you were spot on. I think I hit it. I think you were spot fucking on right there. Let's go. Third went to 3P Trips. Suppressal or suppressed. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the yeah, C. You got it. Suppressed. Yep. Diagram and Avenue FPS. Second went to the Blood Boilers. Stress, Gun Flexion, and Batchford. First went to Gatekeeper, Super CC Evades, Tolik, and Mr. Soul Snipe. Nice. All right. Blue Team Tournaments, Halo 5, FFA. Six, switch it up. Fifth, Noxed. Fourth, Midros or mid, mid mild Mildros. I, third went uh, Johan. Second legend. First gold star. Br. 
MCC Pro Series H3 Open Tournament number two results. Fifth through eighth, Infinite FR. Uh, Navix, Frager, Chick, and SLG. This next team has two of the best player names I've seen in a while. One Trick Pony. Not dope. In other words, not most dope, but not dope. Land Bear Pig. (laughs) That's great. That's a good name. And Gun Type and Employee, which you've heard of before. Yes. Land Bear Pig. I like it. I just like how there's most dope, and And then this person's like, not dope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next, we have Team Wars, Monster, Six Story, Creepy Trash, and Blaze. Then Team GM, which was Zerka, Trunks, Evader, and Display. Third through fourth, the Erectors. That's a name for a team right there. Is it Deciding, Catastrophe, Raiden, and Tylenol? And then also in third through fourth, Team Roaches, Flux, Riotin, Gibbon, and Cloney. Or Clooney, depending on Clone Lee. There's an L in the end. There is. You got it. I wonder if anyone has the, the gamer tag Clooney. That'd be, that'd be pretty decent. I wonder if his name's George. George. <laughs> How ironic would that be? That would be great. <laughs> Second, crowd pleasers, Kratos, Suspector, Straight Sick, and Commonly. First one to the last dance, Trippy, Eco, Goofy, and Gilkey. Last but not least, now the last this one. This is the last, yeah. My page is an ending, and I just thought I was done. Esports Arena, Halo 5-4 before results. Fifth through sixth. No Ice, which was Gold Star, BR, Your Rage, and Swish, and Divine Damsel. Swindle. Uh, Eli Elite, Fluriously, Its Name, and Suppressed. Actually spelled out correct this time. Kind of. I mean, kind of. I mean you can see the D <laughs> at the end. Both are wrong, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get you. You can read it this time. Yes, true statement. In fourth, magnanimous. I got it right this time. You did. Fucked it up every other time before, but I got it's it this okay. time. Destroyed Jake Any, Rami, and Ryan Noob. Third went to Liga Del Mal, Atso Drift, Magico, and Pulgo. Second, final boss. Arctic Bound, Sane, and Super CC. And first going to the Fung 4, Drux, Soul Snipe, Renegade, and Talik. Nice. Woo! Nice. Lots of tournaments happening. Nice. Yeah. There were a lot. Well, you did it. I'm proud of you. I'm always proud of you. Thanks, man. No problem. <laughs> Will, yeah. would you like some regular news? Halo 3 ODST Mousepad right there you see it i no, do i i'm just, just no no, no? <laughs> where'd it go um you can buy it right now it's not sold out go to the link in the sh- google doc of the show notes of the show exclamation point show notes and chat if you want to get one yourself not a sponsor or anything just think it's cool halo infinite funko pops fuck me mm, i know i was like do, do i so i, I did you ordered them all yeah Except for the Best Buy exclusive, which is not available yet, and the Camo exclusive, which sold out immediately for pre-orders. So basically, I got fucked out of that one. So the only way you can get it, then, it's pretty much going to be... Hopefully, like, they have some in stock in the store on release day or or eBay. Or someone didn't pick theirs up. Sure. Very true. But yeah, I did order them, and I feel fucking stupid about it. I mean, I don't, but I do. Um, so, yeah, you can follow the Reddit link. There's They have them on 
They have them on Target's website. I think they're all. I think the pre-orders are sold out, though. They have them on GameStop's website. Um, I think there's a couple other ones. Amazon might have them. I don't know. There's three or four different exclusives per retailer. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And then a couple of them come with an in-game redeemable thing, like whether that be a charm, a weapon skin, whatever it may be. Do you have to open them, though? Or is it just another receipt submission? That's a good question. That's a good question. I haven't opened a single one yet. I opened an Arbiter, and that's only because it broke in shipping. Oh, shit. And I got another free one sent to me, so I was like, well, I'm just going to open the broken one and set it out because it was just like the tip of the energy sword was broken off. That's the only one I've ever opened. God damn. Uh, well, better asks, I missed a segment. I don't want to backtrack you guys too much, but what do you think of the trailer video, you two? Uh, are we talking about the trailer video for the Blue Team Tournament's fall lineup? In which case, obviously, I liked it very much. And we gave you guys a shout-out earlier as well. Not to toot our own horn or anything, but, <laughs> you know. Um, no, you guys do incredible work, and it's great. It, it's funny because I was... <laughs> For lack of a better term, for lack of a better phrase here, I was shitting on HGS earlier for not giving us, like, Enough what's coming. Info. Yeah, what's coming soon, if anything is coming soon. And yet, look, Blue Team Tournaments put out a fucking lineup of three months in advance. Huh, funny how that works out. Um, Bank Now, Play Later. Halo Infinite meets Monster Energy Global Partnership. This is by Michael Wolf, uh, marketing lead of Halo Infinite. You can submit your receipt now, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I need to do that. I did do that. Yes. Let's talk about it. Okay. Double XP boosts are for use in multiplayer to double the amount of experience points earned during the time the boost is active and you get one boost per can. Yes. That means if you purchase a case of 24 cans, you will get a code that will unlock 24 double XP boosts from the receipt. Players can earn up to 60 hours of double XP boosts with their monster energy purchases. So there's a limit. Yes. In the U.S., between September 1st and December 31st, 2020, fans who purchase limited edition Monster Energy Halo Infinite cans at select retail stores nationwide can bank 30-minute double XP boosts, enter a sweepstakes to win a variety of prizes, and unlock access to the Halo Infinite world through a Snapchat filter encoded on each can. To unlock the promotional content, save your receipts and go to the website during the program period and follow the instructions to submit your entry into the program. Each receipt uploaded will also be entered to win the ultimate grand prizes. Cool. Once you submit your receipt on the promotional site, you receive points to redeem a special Halo Waypoint code that you can enter at their website beginning September 1st. Each can will feature a snap code that will lead uh, consumers to a custom Halo alternate reality experience. Each month of the program will bring a new filter. The first AR experience in September lets consumers become the Master Chief using the Snapchat selfie lens plus an additional lens that allows fans to explore the iconic Warthog vehicle from the Halo series. I'm smiling because I did this. I know you did. And it's fucking stupid. This filter will be available to those who snap the code on the can and will also be available on the Snapchat carousel filters. Also, for those who want September's code, it's 343. Just giving you a heads up. It's the same code for everybody. For Snapchat? Yep. Oh, gotcha. So the first code via the fil- for, via like the warthog thing that they have. So you you 
you use the filter, the warthog appears, right? And then you you tap on it to go into it. And then if you turn your phone, if you look in the glove box area or like the center console, if you tap on it, it opens it up and a monster can's in there. And the monster can comes out and it spins. And then it's like cl- tap to reveal your code. And the code for September is 343. So you can follow the instructions. Well, actually, in the community creation segment of this show, I have a video for the Patman Gaming who does a tutorial on how to do all of this. And it's really shitty because guess what? There are, so there's the monster energy site to bank your double XP stuff, which you have to trade in for codes for Halo Waypoints website. So that requires a login. Okay, so you set up your login. The Snapchat codes requires a separate login, but it's the same site. Again, all of this is explained in the Patman Gaming's YouTube video that I link in the community creation segment of the show. But man, is it fucking convoluted for no fucking reason whatsoever. So there's that. Fans who complete all three monthly challenges will be awarded an exclusive Halo Infinite cosmetic item. The snap code isn't the only way you can unlock these items, however. Select U.S. retailers, including Walmart, Mayer, and some grocery stores, will offer additional opportunities to obtain these exclusive in-game Halo Infinite items. For more details, visit a participating retailer near you. So, here are the things that you can get. You can get weapon coatings, in other words, weapon skins, for the BR-75, the MA-40, the VK-78, and the MK-50. Okay, so four weapon skins you can get, and they actually look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I think they might be the best weapon skins I've seen so far. Maybe, like, even Halo 5, to be honest. And then you have the Phalanx player and weapon emblems and the Xyphos player and weapon emblems as well, which I think look like shit. But that's besides the point. Halo Infinite Monster Energy promotions will also take place in Canada, EMEA, and Mexico. These programs are very similar to the U.S., but here are more specific details per market. Information will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. You can read that there in terms of the different locations. And then we have a little tease by Katie J over on Twitter. And she says, I am so proud. And this is just the beginning. Sounds like they might be more food and drink related partnerships, perhaps. I mean, we know the razor thing is happening. Mm -hmm. So who the fuck knows? We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. What's up, Rage? Welcome back. Sup, married dudes. We are. Yep. We are that. How's the ring feel? It's fine. Got used to it? Still play with it every once in a while, but... Same. Yeah. Cannon fodder by Grim Brother one A mysterious and battle-ravaged Sanghealy warrior, Jaga, represents one of the several new characters that you will encounter along your way through the Halo Infinite campaign, with each confrontation playing its own part in Chief's continuing journey. With each confrontation... Hmm. Sounds like Warden Eternal all over again. I'm just kidding. It doesn't sound like that, but all jokes aside. That being said, with a new art direction in Halo Infinite that draws on elements both classic and modern, it gave us an opportunity to move the Mjolnir platform ahead once more. Ushering in the Gen 3 era of powered assault armor, something first hinted at back in the official Spartan Field manual. Leading the way for this new generation is the Mark 7, the result of years of covert component testing and parallel systems development. It's the new armor variant in Halo Infinite. And a new enemy. So there you go. 
MCC development update for August 2020. This is my post Season 3. The launch of Season 3 will bring a total of over 80 new items to earn via the Season Reward tiers as well as through Seasonal Challenges. There will be new weapon skins and visor colors for Halo 3, nameplates, and Halo 3 ODST Firefight characters to unlock. Note that you'll still be able to unlock items from Seasons 1 and 2 in the Season panel, but any Seasonal Challenges that award skins in Season 2 will be rotating out for the new season. Be sure to get them before they go, though do keep in mind that items that rotate out from a season may return at a future date. Customization expanded. They got shit there. In addition, we are expanding the customization options for Halo 2 Anniversary. For the first time in Halo MCC, you'll be able to customize your Halo 2 Anniversary Spartan or Elite's armor components on a per-piece basis. Similar to Halo Region 3. A sneak peek at Season 4. Well, there's a lot of cool stuff coming for Season 3. Season 4 will bring new, more new customizations items for both Halo 3 and Halo Reach, including a long-lost item or two. For Halo 3, we'll be taking inspiration from some of the work we have done for Halo CE customization. Halo Reach will feature new ways to mix and match armors, as well as giving the Elite some customization options previously only available to Spartans. There will also be a couple surprises. We'll be sharing more details on Season 4 closer to its launch. Custom Game Browser. Design and implementation is underway. File share on PC and player file reporting. Work is underway. Region selection. We've heard the feedback on how players want more choice in the servers they connect to, and we'll be providing a way to limit the regions you can matchmake into. Our goal is to provide as much choice as possible in region selection while ensuring players don't take advantage of region limiting to boost their competitive ranks. This is something we're working through, and Matt Jordan can help share some additional insights into this feature. Thank you, Max. When server region selection is added, players will be able to choose servers they want to opt out of. This will allow players not to not matchmake in any regions they want to avoid or limit their searches into regions they want to specifically be on. Additionally, while players are viewing this list of regions, they will also be able to see an in-average population for each server region along with their current ping so they can customize their matchmaking search and be able to better know how it will affect matchmaking times. More in-depth information will be revealed later. DuckTales. Woo! Yeah! Every day they're out there making DuckTales. Woo! Yeah. Possum says, thank you so much for joining me today. Let's jump right into with some hard balls. Hard balls. Hard balls. All right. I know that cross-play and input-based matchmaking is something that's been talked about for a while. What are some of the core design goals that the team has been working on for these features? Dana states, thanks for inviting me back. Currently, players in MCC are split by platform, but that's a fairly arbitrary split. With input-based ma- input matchmaking and cross-play, the goal is to break down as many barriers between players as possible, but to split players by something that has a direct impact on their moment-to-moment gameplay experience. To accomplish this, we are looking at input-based matchmaking ba- uh, being implemented at the playlist level. This allows us to have more control on where we do and don't separate players into subgroups. Basically, what that means in terms of implementation, in certain playlists, players will be locked to a given input, and we will have a couple of different knobs we can tune to alter this experience over time. For example, in a playlist like Infection, when cross-play and input-based matchmaking features come online, we're not going to limit by input at all. The same can be said for something like Firefight. We don't believe that there's a need to lock players by input in these areas, so in those cases, players will will get the full benefit of cross-play so anyone can play together, which is really great. This should help those players find groups matches more quickly and break down barriers between players on different platforms for such offerings. 
In other areas like competitive playlists, they're not doing that. It's going to be based off input. Each player will be able to set their preferred input device, and they'll be locked into that when searching in the specific playlist that enforce it. But once outside of those playlists, again, you'll be able to use any input method. There you go. State of the game of Tharns. Pub team update. One note I did want to touch on with the recent infinite news is the, as the status of our team with and how it's affecting us. As most of you read, Pierre Heinz has moved over temporarily to help get Halo Infinite's multiplayer offerings to the finish line. So how does this affect our team? The short answer is it does not. We have a strong plan and commitment to the community in place for this year, and the MCC train will continue to move forward. As for me, I'm in the middle of planning out what comes next year for MCC, as I've alluded to before, with our team and partners. Stay tuned. We've got some cool stuff planned and that I can't wait to tease about. Global features and development status, Halo 4. We haven't spoken much about Halo 4 yet, but it's also progressing well. We're currently moving toward a beta candidate and have entered the major bug fixing phase of its development. We're also starting to put our flight plans together for Halo 4 and all these other potential features coming online during that timeline. Actively in development. Input-based matchmaking, regional server selection, and cross-play between Xbox and PC. These are the three main ones that I picked out of this article because, and I quote, good progress, hope to have this in a flight soon. Nice. Very nice. If there's one thing I can say, is that that team is doing it right. They give us info. And don't think I've forgotten when we first started reading these development updates on the show a long time ago, and we couldn't believe that in the backlog pending further discussion was crossplay. It took a long time. The amount of Josh rants that happened because of that one fucking thing. Yep. And look where we are. They're making it. Took over a year, but we got there. You know, I'm it happy. Is what it is. I'm genuinely happy. It's. I think it's great that they're finally doing it, and I honestly cannot wait. I cannot wait for that to be implemented because then I can finally switch. Um. Will that's it for the regular news? God of the games, what? CDL. Yeah. The Call of Duty League, season one. The funny thing is I saw the rosters and the uh, the money amounts, and I just like instantly went to tournament recaps in my head and was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so speaking of which, I've done this for the past three weeks, but it's officially over. The season one finals have taken place. We have your champions crowned. I've spoiled it since the beginning of this episode because I'm wearing their sweatshirt, but that's besides the point. Let's go through the standings one more time. In 11th and 12th, you had the Seattle Surge and the LA Gorillas. Both were fucking shit. Both got $0. In 9th and 10th, you had the Paris Legion and Minnesota Rocker taking home 100 grand apiece. Both showed promise at the beginning of the season, then were very shit towards the end. In 8th place, you had the New York Subliners with $175,000. Started off shit, turned out pretty good. They had a good late surge, but just couldn't pull, pull it all together. Yes. In 7th, you had the Florida Mutineers with also $175,000. Turned on late in the season. Yeah, they were kind of like a, they, they just felt like a middle-of-the-road team from the get-go. Yep. Yeah, they had some really good spurts, though. In sixth, they had the Toronto Ultra with $300,000. They were shit at the beginning, and then they turned the fuck up after their roster change that happened. It was basically just 
just champs. Just that the the playoff surge. They, they completely they, flipped. They it was it. insane. And fifth yet, Optic Gaming LA. Another flip. $300,000 going to them as well. Yes. It, they were the surge at LA Gorillas at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. They were that bad. And they had unbelievable talent on that roster. They made one roster change. Boom. The London Royal Ravens in fourth place, taking home $450,000. Did not see this coming, to be completely honest. No. It, again, it was like they just turned it on for the playoffs. They absolutely did. Waskins and straps, right? They did. They made it. Third place, the Chicago Huntsman, $600,000. Considered one of the absolute powerhouses of the league from the very beginning. Part of me is surprised they didn't make it to the final. But considering the other two teams that were in the final, it's understandable. The The top three, you could have picked any of them to win it. Yes. Honestly. It's just yes. how the cards fell that day. In second place, I didn't grab the money. Do you know what, how much they made? No, I didn't. It's up to you if you want to look it up. Uh-huh. In second place, the Atlanta phase. Argu- arguably, after launch weekend, they were considered the team to beat. I mean, so were Dallas and so were Chicago. But Atlanta, they came out unbelievably hot. You have the Tiny Terrors on that squad. That team is unbelievable from beginning to end. It's just they could not close it out. And in first place, taking home 1.5 mil, I think. Yep, you're correct. Okay. The Dallas Empire. Krim and Clay, three-time champions, three rings, Krim and Clay, the first two players to win over a million dollars in prizing in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Shotzi, first player ever to win world championship titles in two eSport, FPS eSport titles, one in Halo 5, one in Call of Duty. Uh, 900,000 to the second place team. 900,000 to Atlanta face. Thank you very much for that. Not only did the Dallas Empire win, they won fairly convincingly. Oh, yeah. What a lot of people were saying is that FaZe just um, relied on their slaying prowess and not their, they didn't have like formed strats. It's like, damn. Well, they made second doing that, which is unbelievable. And they were really good slayers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if we're yeah. just going to be honest here. Right. But they that, were insane. But why not? Like, they need they need a coach. They Where's their coach? They did not show up at all. They yeah. did not show up on Champ Sunday. They did not show up really. They, I mean, obviously they made it to the final, but they really didn't show up very well on, like, that last day of... Uh, playoffs before cha- before like yeah yeah I get what you're saying yeah so I don't props to fucking Dallas though that what a great story for those players yeah what was not well let's let's do the good shit first so the season one stats from slasher 
Empire versus FaZe CDL Finals peaked at 331,000 viewers, including co-streams, the most for a Call of Duty esports match of all time. Doesn't seem like huge numbers, but they're on YouTube. So there's that. And the fact that it was the most of a Call of Duty esports match of all time, that's pretty awesome. Shotzi by Dexerto. Or Dexerto, I don't know how the fuck you say it. Hats off to Shotzi for becoming the first ever multi-FPS world champion, one in Halo and now COD. And he was named MVP of the regular season. After action report. Rocker reps take home city circuit crown. Earlier this weekend, the city circuit got a final chance to shine in 2020. With challengers competition over and professional level play wrapping up, the 2v2 Call of Duty League city circuit enjoyed its own championship weekend. Winning by way of two clutch game three performances on stream, the Minnesota Rockers duo of Dam Zuri and Triflex outlasted the Dallas Empire and Toronto Ultras representatives to secure the city circuit championship. So God damn it, we won something. The minor leagues. We got to take the wins. We can take yeah, the wins. Yeah, for sure. Okay? For sure. It's better than fucking eighth and ninth place. Yeah, yeah. For the record, before championship weekend began, Clayster and Crim6 were already regarded on an elite level like Demon Karma Barlow, who retired earlier this season. Crim6 entered champs with 33 event wins and the most of any player. Clayster had his recent 2019 world championship on top of his 2015 champs MVP performance, not to mention his own 16 event wins coming into Sunday. Both players have now cemented their legacies with three rings and are the first two Call of Duty players to reach $1 million in event earnings. And a special shout out to Crim6, who was named the 2020 Call of Duty League postseason MVP presented by Astro. Okay, CDL season two. Let's fucking get to it. Roster size. It's now 4v4 instead of 5v5. That's that was the big bombshell. We talked a lot about that in the beginning of the episode. And also it sounds like this is what the players wanted all along. Yes. Um, because 4v4 leads to a more competitive environment in Call of Duty esports. Mm-hmm. Based off of things that have happened in the past. Makes the kills more important. Yes. So the players wanted this. Obviously, they didn't want this change to happen like it did. They would have rather had modern warfare be 4v4 and none of this happened. None of this shit take place. Yeah. But here we are. Roster mania. The Dallas Empire dropped Clayster. That was the first big bombshell announcement. Clayster announced he was a free agent. It was less than 24 hours, I believe, after they won, which is sad. (laughs) Let the man enjoy his win. Going to 4v4, would you drop Clay? Who's on that team? Krim... I'll Shotzi. just say it. I would have dropped Illy. Illy? Yeah. You got to look at who Illy and Shotzi are your future. So it had to come down to the, one of the old vets, right? And that's nothing against Illy. It's just, I agree. You don't know how much time those have left, right? I would have dropped Krim. You would have dropped Krim. I would have. Clayster had a resurgent this year. Okay. Krim was getting shit on on land. And if we go back to land anytime soon, it could happen again. I would drop, I would have dropped cram. Wow. Bobetta stated, uh, states, I retweeted a tweet of Shotzi getting chanted to go back to halo back in February. He used that fuel. He used that fuel. He was talking about how he was, he just put his head down and grinded 
got better at yep. the game and proved everybody wrong. Yep. And then Shot says, drop a bet, to be honest. Yep. It's a smart move. Sure. Adrian Peterson getting dropped. From the Vikings? No. Or? From the... He was on the Redskins. Washington... Was he on the... Yeah, the Washington football team. Yeah, they're no longer the Redskins. Yes. It's just Washington football team. Correct. As of right now. Would you pick him up? Right now? If I was a... Yeah. Would you pick up Adrian Peterson right now? Someone did as a backup, but I would not pick him up as a main player. Okay. You should talk to Dom. Dom would pick him up? I just don't... I, I think he's... I understand the type of year that he had last year, but he was like their only guy. And they had to. He's not good. I don't think he's good anymore. I think he's... I think AP is well past his prime. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. That's besides the point. I, it's, I was just trying to loop it back into this, like, do you drop a vet? Do you pick up a vet? So on and so forth. Because I remember having that conversation about AP. Um, besides the point, Optic Gaming LA. JCap retires. Skump joked about retiring. He didn't actually retire. Everyone but Kenny, Slasher, and Draza have been dropped. Everyone but them. So that's who you have right now. That means Dashy was <laughs> dropped. Yep. And argue, arguably, if you didn't bring him back from the bench, you might not have gotten your placing that you did in at the finals. Yeah. So you dropped him, but okay, whatever. There was something when I remember when teams were being formed, certain players said they would only play with other certain players. Sure. And wouldn't sign to teams unless they got, so like this Kenny slasher draws a thing might've been, we're, we're a three squad. We, we stayed Could together. Be. Could be, but, and maybe uh dashy just didn't fit in with them. Maybe he didn't like it. Seattle surge. Yeah. Everyone but Octane was dropped. <clears throat> yep. If I was Octane, I'd want to be fucking moved. No. Well, now... Now he gets to build his sure. help build the next team. That's the question, though. Hopefully he does. Because clearly he wanted this. I mean, like, he wanted to win so yeah, much. Yeah, he did. And he was a vocal... Not necessarily complainer, but... um. He, he was very vocal about what was wrong with the league. He was not, yeah, not happy with the state of things. Yeah, and that's fully understandable. And apparently they can get fined. Yeah, they can. By out by being outspoken on the fucking league, but whatever. Um, it's funny. It's, it just, it makes, I mean, as long as they're not just completely dropping like racist expletives and whatnot about the league, so on and so forth. If they're, if they have constructive criticism and they're voicing their opinion on it, 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 I would look at the league as you guys can't take criticism. Now I know that that's not what the case was. If you look back at those videos, he wasn't, there's a yeah. lot of profanity, cool. but yeah, you should be able to speak your mind, but yeah, everyone but octane has been dropped from that roster. Octane hopefully gets to build his own. And based off of the other players that have been dropped from other teams, could be something crazy happening. The Minnesota Rocker. The entire roster's been dropped. Yeah, they just clean slate. The whole thing. Our coach is there, but the whole roster. What is Midnight going to do? She's our GM. 
She gets to pick the roster. Who knows? Who knows? You want Clay? I do. I mean, I'm I'm good with Clay. I would like Arsides to come over as an AR. He was a beast. I don't know, like... Wait, so you want Clay? Clayster? Yeah, the vet? Yes. Oh, you'd pick up Clay. Okay. He can still perform. <laughs> He's not going to break his leg in the first game of the season and be benched. But he could break his controller. I mean, he and could. He might not have a backup. <laughs> or he could pull a Spartan and just have a faulty cable. He could. Or, he, I mean, he could break a finger. Like, le- legitimately. I mean, could yeah. have a sprain or something. I just... Yeah. Right. But you know what I mean? Physical injuries aren't necessarily common in esports. He's a vet in a different sense. Like, sure. Adrian Peterson just didn't win a Super Bowl last year. True statement. He did. Waster just won the fucking finals. Um, Yeah. Clay and Arsides. I guess I'm fine with Silly as a sub coming back, but I don't know if he would. Um, Gosh. Are you uh, maybe, surprised we dropped everyone? Yes, I was in the moment. I was too. But the whole roster. Yeah. I mean, we're not the only ones that did that. Who, who would mean, you, okay, who would you have liked to keep on our team? Honestly, I would love to have seen what Goddorex would be able to do. I Yes, he dropped off in online play, and I don't know what that was a factor of. It's just... When we were on land, he was unbelievable. So, but that was, you can also look at it. It was the, the couple of first events. Sure. Where everyone was figuring each other out and getting strats. Mm-hmm. And then they just played around him. He couldn't, from what I was told or heard online, is he couldn't keep up with the pace of the team. Sure. And that's, he'd get caught out. He'd, he wouldn't, you know, right. all and that I, stuff. I so, completely understand that. Like, yes, he's a great, you, I, he was a sniper, an AR, but he just couldn't pull it up. He couldn't do, I don't know. Couldn't clutch it up. Couldn't clutch it up. No. And I think that's it. As the season went on, things got faster. People learned the strats, what they needed to execute on. And he wasn't executing on moving ahead as well. He was staying in that early season state. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, it must not have been that bad of an idea. Because they're all gone. They're all gone, yeah. But So you would like to keep God RX? That or Silly, one of the two. Silly, yeah. Because Silly, you have that championship mentality. Yeah, I liked Silly. Out of him. I liked yeah. Silly. He was a tall boy, too. Yeah, I think he was the only one I would want to keep, though. Sure. Um, I see the God RX thing, but he just wasn't. And now that it's 4v4, maybe it's going to be slower paced because you can't just trade kills like that. Maybe he's going to be... Better in a 4v4 setting. Could be. Paris Legion. Dropped. Entire roster gone. Yep. London Royal Ravens. Everyone but Shawnee has been dropped. The Chicago Huntsman. Arcides and Pristini are gone. Scump and formal. Arcides and Pristini, if you guys don't know, are brothers. Yep. Which makes me believe that they'll go to a team together. Yeah. Um, because they tried the whole being separate thing. Didn't really work out. So there's that. The New York subliners, accuracy, temp, sensor, and happy have been dropped. And the Florida unioners, our boy Frosty's been dropped. I could see him going to Huntsman though. 
They have one spot they need to fill. Could be cool. Give them the sub. Could be cool. Watch them fly. Watch them fly. Watch them hunt. Who's the Who's their third right now? I know Scump Formal. Um, I'm draw, I'm blanking. Fuck. Oh my god! I see his face. He's a young kid. Oh no! What the fuck? What was his name? I'm looking it up right now. We'll see if. Uh, Thanks, Justin. Love you. Also, welcome back. Hope Envoy. the fence went well. Envoy, that's it. Yeah, his face was literally like he was staring at me. Wait, Envoy Formal. Yeah, Envoy Formal and Scum. It just says. It says Gunless in general as well. There's something. Oh, Gunless, no. Well, Gunless might be on the bench still. Maybe is he? He got he got benched. I know that for a fact. Oh, yep. Here they go. They they updated it. So we have to the faceplate page that shows. Anyway, Envoy, Formal, and Scump, and then right now they actually have subs subs signed, which was um, General, who didn't play last year, Gunlet. Or wait. They show Maniac as a sub too, who was on the Mutineers. So me, ah, things are, things are moving in the background that we don't even know about right now. True statement. So Maniac is over, over to uh, Huntsman, Huntsman from. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Do you think Frosty's going to land back on a team, or do you think he's going to go down to challengers? Well, I'm going to add this into the show. I'm sorry. I'm just going to do it. Um, a lot of this information that I got was from CDL Intel. Okay. Yeah. Which had a, which like was really is a great source for all of this info. Right. So he released an article to dot esports call duty league rumors, potential rosters for 11 CDL teams. You mind if I just go through these real quick? Sure. These are assumptions. Okay. This is not confirmed, but here we go. Well, his original, remember he came out with the, like, here's are the rosters before they were announced. Mm -hmm. He was pretty spot on with, you know, minus one or two. He's, he seems like he's pretty intertwined with the, with people. He's got a, yeah, he's got a source. Based off of his tweet, it says, I was trying to wait until teams are fully set, but Octane called me out today. So everyone thank him for this piece. (laughs) <laughs> Things are still changing and plenty of teams still don't have a starting four fully committed. Okay. But here's the possibility. Yes. Chicago Huntsman. They released RCD's Pristini and Tupac today. No surprises. They're keeping scum hormone envoy. As far as I know, it's still dashy who got released by optic gaming LA today, filling that last spot on the team. Okay. And that, that would be understandable considering he was on Optic Gaming before Optic Gaming was Optic Gaming LA. Yeah. So he worked with Scump before and Formal, I believe, as well. So back in Oh, that was uh, was that World War II? Infinite Warfare? Could have been, yeah. That would make sense. Or advanced I don't I get them mixed up Fucking, all the time. There's so many of them. One of the jetpacky ones. <laughs> exactly. Atlanta phase. No official announcement yet for who they're releasing, but it should be Major Maniac and Priesta. To my knowledge, RCDs is still heading there to join Simp, Selium, uh, and Abizi. So he's splitting with Pristini. Again. Sounds like it. Does Pristini leave then? Because he was very unhappy without 
he's very unhappy most of the last years yep. on the mutant years. And then I feel like he was fine when he was playing with his brother, but I think that was because they were succeeding. I don't know. Minnesota rocker. Asim assault, uh, Alex, silly, Goderex, exceed and tiny have all parted ways. Yep. With the team. I'm told they're targeting accuracy, attach major maniac and Priesta as their lineup. But with the New York subliners not officially releasing Attach today, that means either Attach is staying with subliners or they could be in the process of selling his contract. I don't like that. Priest is fantastic. He was one of the, I mean, yes. Atlanta were great. That's besides the point. But Major Maniac was the weak link on that team. Right. Which, But he was the vet to help glue things together on that team. Right. But you... Look at them not having structure. That's what worries me. Right. So, I like Priesta. I think that's a great player. Yeah. Accuracy and attach. Attach, I guess I'm fine with accuracy. Eh. Right. We saw things change with the subliners as the league progressed, as the season progressed, and as they made their change. The question is, if we do get this four-piece... How big will that change? Change things. Change, right. change, change. Um, LA Gorillas. The team released Blazed, Spart, Lacefield, Saints, Aqua, and Decimate, leaving only Vivid. LAG has spoken with a lot of players. For now, I'm told they have Silly, Assault, and Vivid. This could change. Unsure who they would target as their fourth. Seattle Surge. Enable, Apathy, Proto, Pander, Slacked, and Teddy Rex were released with only Octane left on the roster. This team is one I haven't heard much about, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, although it is annoying. Octane, Looney, and Pristini are the names I've heard the most. Gunless was being linked here, but he might have other options. London Royal Ravens. Intel on European teams is always difficult for me, but from what I've under uh, from what I understand, Shawnee, Alex, and Dylan are a team of three here. So Alex would go there. They officially released Dylan today, but that doesn't mean they can't or won't renegotiate a new contract with him as an unrestricted free agent. And Dylan was pretty good on that team, if I'm not mistaken, too. The Florida Mutineers. So this article came out before Frosty announced today that he's a free agent. But the he states, no official announcements as of who they're letting go yet. Not true anymore. Skies and Awakening are staying. Pharaoh has uh, had options elsewhere, but he could still stay. Frosty recently removed Mutineers from his Twitter bio and mentioned on stream he doesn't have a team. Havoc status is unknown, but it's not looking good for him either. Toronto Ultra. Kleenex and Cami officially announced that they re-signed with the team. Methods and Bance's status is unknown, so they might renegotiate contracts on September 14th. I actually have no idea what they're doing, though. Up to Gaming LA. They're moving forward with Kenny, TJ Halley, Slasher, and Draza. Priesta was in talks with them, but I'm not sure what happened. They didn't announce Draza being released, but that doesn't mean he'll start. Gunless is one name I've heard they've targeted. Paris Legion. This is another European team I don't have much on. However, I believe they're very much interested in French amateur player Hydra and possibly Australian amateur player Pred. Both are top-tier talents from the challenger scene. There's also still a chance they could re-sign some of their older players such as Dens or Zed. And then the subliners. 
Nothing has changed since my last article on them aside from Attach not officially being released. As I said earlier, this could mean he's either staying with subliners or they're trying to sell him. That's it. That's what we got. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Multiplayer reveal. Go through the bullet points real quick. The pick 10 system is gone. This is for the creative class. The pick 10 system is gone, and it's in favor of a slotted system. So you'll have a primary, a secondary, both lethal and tactical, a field upgrade, three perks, and a wild card. That wild card, you can have six perks. You can have extra attachments on your gun. Guns come. You can have five attachments on a gun. But with a wild card, you can have like eight, I think. Do you think they'll remove that wild card for competitive? competitive? Absolutely. They have to. They'll even ban perks. Oh, like yeah. some perks, not all, but some. Everyone will be running around dead silent. Yep. Um, I think it's called Ninja in this game. The perk is. Interesting. Yeah. Also, speaking of footsteps, footstep sound is directly related to how quickly you move. So they get louder when you run. if you're sprinting. Nice. After sliding, you'll still be in a crouch state. Score streak spam is mitigated via cooldown because score streaks progress through death. Oh. So you don't have to start over. Oh. When I was watching the alpha today. Was it bad? Oh, it was bad. And the chopper gunner is fucking OP. Of course it is. It always is. No, 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 no. This was, like, holy shit bad. But yeah, Warzone. Cold War and Warzone progression is tied together. Modern Warfare content carries over to the next iteration of Warzone. So that includes all of the stuff that you've already purchased. Everything will carry over. Characters, skins, everything. Crossplay and cross-platform across current and next-gen consoles throughout the entire game. That's awesome. PC. Call of Duty Engine now runs on DirectX 12. It'll also include ray tracing and DLSS, among other AI enhancements. And then CDL information is coming soon. They did mention the CDL, and uh, in PR speech, they talked about how they want to give you the most amount of, like, customization that you can have. Like, they want to give give you the options. Yeah. So, that is cool, but that's the thing. Next up. <laughs> Anything else you want to mention about CDL? No, 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 this next one. So, okay. PlayStation and, and Xbox are like, we're going to be running these specs. Video's just like, hold my beer. <laughs> NVIDIA announces 3000 series GPUs. The RTX 3070, 3080, and 3090. $499.99, $699.99. And $14.99.99, respectively. The 3070 reportedly is more powerful than an RTX 2080 Ti, which is a $1,300 graphics card MSRP. It's nuts. It is the top of the line of the last generation of NVIDIA's graphics cards. And a a $500 graphics card supposedly has better performance than that. Hard to believe. Pre-orders start very soon. Yeah. 
How soon do we know? When? I need I need mine now. <laughs> I think next week. Okay. And uh I think the thirty eighties next week, the thirty seventy might be the week after. Um I'm contemplate do I do I just get a thirty eighty? I was thinking about it for the home theater one. Um from what has been said, the rumors are that there will be no pre orders. Oh, so they're just available? Yep. So you're going to have to go, go, go if you want one. Yeah. When the links go live. AMD's next products have been teased. There's a tweet from AMD Gaming, and it states, Join us on October 8th and October 28th to learn more about the big things on the horizon for PC gaming. This is a two-for announcement. On October 8th, they're going to be announcing their Zen 3 or 4000 series Ryzen CPUs, which are apparently going to be fucking awesome. And then on October 28th, the end of next month, their RDNA 2 GPUs, or in other words, Big Navi, what's going to be in the new consoles and what are supposed to be the competitors to NVIDIA's graphics cards. We'll see. For those... Now, I watched Jay's Two Cents video today and he was talking about how AMD has been touting Big Navi as... I believe he said it's supposed to age like fine wine, like Ryzen has. For those who don't have a Ryzen CPU, an AMD Ryzen CPU, they are phenomenal. They are. And they've only gotten better. I can attest. I've recently put one yep. in mine. Yep. They, they've only gotten better. And the 4000 series that's going to be revealed on the 8th of October is supposed to be unbelievable. So it, it AMD is not a not just a bang for your buck um, company anymore. Yeah. They bring great performance. Yes, for the price, but like that can compete. Yeah. If you want a single core gaming performance winner, you're going to go with Intel. Intel always wins on sing on per core gaming performance. Intel wins every time. But Intel has been very stagnant on their releases. AMD has continually done incredible things. And I'm not trying to be a shill for either company because I have I have an Intel CPU in this computer and a Ryzen CPU in that computer. <laughs> so it's like it. Yeah. Depending upon what you're looking for, Ryzen can be incredible. My worry is that it's late. Too late? Yeah. That you're waiting a, over a month. Yeah, versus what NVIDIA uh, did. NVIDIA is getting out now. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Big one. So before we move on, Bobetta sure. Feta says Intel didn't have any competition for decades and they got complacent and now AMD is kicking them in the ass. They absolutely are. I absolutely that, are. That might be why we're seeing these price points on these GPUs too is yep. one. Are, I mean, do they even care about console wars? No. Or is this more just no. like. Well, NVIDIA might a little bit because AMD has always been the in, in, the, consoles. in the consoles. So they yep. might be like, hey great looking GPU that's going to play, you know, 120 FPS, no problem. Just like your console. Right. I mean, sure. You got to build around it, but exactly. Yeah. Well, Beta says that's why NVIDIA is going big dick energy this year. Yeah. And they definitely, 
Yeah, absolutely will better. But yeah, it's like I said, if you are in the market for PC gaming, this feels like the year. The world is your fucking oyster yeah, at this there's point. There's so many options. I would wait. I would honestly, it's as Jade's two cents said, I would wait until Big Navi gets announced to fully determine what you're going to go with. Right. Because yeah. you, you run the risk of not being able to get a 3070 or 3080, but you never know. Maybe you're going to get your ass beat by this big Navi card, which keeps being touted because AMD's graphics cards, their last generation, not the 5,700 XT, but the generation before that were not good. And so hopefully, hopefully big Navi brings the competition that's needed. Um, and maybe you can Xbox series X, Xbox series S revealed and the prices for X and S have been announced. Introducing the Xbox Series S, delivering next-gen performance in our smallest Xbox ever, available November 10th at $299. At Team Xbox, we always strive to put you, the player, at the center of the gaming experience, letting you play how and where you want and delivering experience for all type of players. It's with this spirit in mind that we're excited to introduce you to Xbox Series S, an all-digital, next-gen console designed to deliver everything that is core to next-generation gaming, faster load times, higher frame rates, and richer, more dynamic worlds in our smallest Xbox ever. Available at $299, estimated retail price. Xbox Series S will join Xbox Series X this holiday, giving you another way to jump into the next generation. Xbox Series S delivers the same next generation uh, speed and performance that define Xbox Series X. It is similar in CPU and has the identical I.O. performance as Xbox Series X, making it easier for developers to deliver the same great performance while rendering at a lower resolution. Xbox Series S delivers four times the processing power of an Xbox One console and supports experience up to 120 FPS, more immersive and responsive gameplay with support for hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing and variable rate shading. In addition, Xbox Series S includes 512 gigabyte of custom SSC storage and is powered by the Xbox Velocity architecture, delivering more than 40 times the IO bandwidth of an Xbox One resulting in faster load times, steadier frame rates, and quicker zoom for multiple titles. Also supports Dolby Atmos. Woohoo. Nice. The primary difference between the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S is in resolution. Through talking with our customers, we found that many of our fans prioritize frame rate over resolution, so we wanted to build a console that didn't require a 4K TV. Xbox Series S delivers approximately three times the GPU performance of an Xbox One and was designed to play games at 1440p at 60 frames per second with support for up to 120 FPS. There you go. And then to talk about the games that you're able to play and blah, 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 blah. Who cares? <laughs> but... I'm doing great over here. You are. We're expanding Xbox All Access this holiday to bring you more ways to jump into this next generation. With Xbox All Access, you can now get a next generation Xbox with 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate with no upfront cost for just $34.99 a month for 24 months for Xbox Series X and $24.99 a month for 24 months for Xbox Series S. If you're already an Xbox All Access customer, you can take advantage of our flexible upgrade options. We're expanding Xbox All Access to fans in 12 countries this holiday. 
expanding to Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Norway, Poland, South Korea, and Sweden. For details on retails and partners, you can visit the link that they include. The Xbox Series S spec. This is by Tom Warren of The Vidge. Microsoft has confirmed that the Xbox Series S uses the same CPU as the Xbox Series X, running at 3.6 gigahertz. Yes, the Xbox Series S CPU is faster than the PS5s. It's not that big of a deal. No. Xbox Series X runs at 3.8 gigahertz, and then they get into a whole bunch of bullshit. Interested to see how well this performs at 1440p. The fun doesn't stop coming there, folks. Xbox Series S and X launched November 10th, starting at $24.99 a month with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play. To empower you more than ever to jump into the next generation of gaming, today we confirmed EA Play comes to Xbox Game Pass at no additional cost. Great. It's fucking awesome. That's PC and console, by the way. It's nuts. It is. Speaking of which, today we're excited to announce the next step in this journey. We're teaming up with Electronic Arts to provide Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC members with an EA Play membership at no additional cost starting this holiday. This means Ultimate members can enjoy EA Play on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and Windows 10 PCs, and Xbox Game Pass where PC members can get EA Play on Windows 10. Formerly known as EA Access and Origin Access... EA Play will bring the best of EA to Game Pass, including more than 60 of EA's biggest and best console and PC games like FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, and Need for Speed Heat. I don't know if that game's really that good, but okay. As well as titles from some of EA's most popular franchises like Battlefield, Mass Effect, Skate, and The Sims. Exclusive in-game challenges and rewards, special member-only content, discounts on EA digital purchases for DLC games and more. Access to trials of games for more than t- uh, for up to 10 hours of, from best-loved franchises and top titles like Madden NFL 21 and FIFA 21, which are the little reskins of the older games. Not only will EA Play titles be available on console and PC this holiday, some of the best EA Play games will also be available for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play on Android devices via the cloud at no additional charge. Here's your Cliff Notes version of these fucking consoles. Let's get to it. The Xbox Series S. 1440p at 60 FPS is the target with up to 120 FPS. All digital console, a 512 gigabyte custom NVMe SSD, Price is $299. November 10th is the release date. Pre-orders start September 22nd. You can uh you can load Call of Duty. Two games. That's it. Warzone and maybe one other thing. <laughs> and then the Xbox Series X. 4K 60 FPS is the target with up to 120 FPS. Console comes with a Blu-ray drive, 4K, a one terabyte custom NVMe SSD. Priced at $4.99. November 10th is the release date. Pre-orders again starting September 22nd. Did PS5 release their no. rebuttals to this yet? Not yet. Because that's that's what's coming next. Here's our console. Here's what we're doing. Here's our prices. And it makes me think that the S, if the S is undercutting the 5. Oh, it is. The PS5. And it's, I bet y'all. I'll bet you $100 because I think I know what's going to happen. I bet you $100 that it undercuts the all-digital version of the PS5 as well. I like bet on price? I bet PS5 regular, 500 The PS5 all-digital, 400 You don't think they come down to 299 to match? 
because it's more powerful. So no, I don't think it will. It's only digi- the only difference is a disk drive. It's all Correct. the same. Correct. It's all the same hardware, other than the disk drive. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's the same power. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. I think. Oh, I don't think the PS5 will be 450. I just don't. I also don't think it'll be 400. If that thing's 400, dollars holy moly. Then they might win the console war. I mean, Xbox has been touting them as the most powerful console. Right. So, so I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. But no, they have not I'll, said anything yet. Well, I'm going to see what Sony says now. Same. Because Microsoft fired first. They did. And it wasn't their fault that they fired first because the plan, according to Phil Spencer, uh, I think it was said that he planned on doing the reveal next week. Oh yeah. But since the leak happened for the series S, did you see what Xbox did? They just played into it. Oh yeah. They completely played into the meme. Good. They, uh, so you know, like that puppet that like goes like this and then like that. So they did that. They posted that on the official Xbox Twitter account when that leak happened for the oh, series S yeah. And, and then the next day, well, no, literally like midnight or not midnight, but really late night that night they put out like, well, here it is. Yep. And then the next day they released more information on it. And along with the price for the X and all that. So sure. But yeah. It's, they just completely played into it. And I'm like, good on you. Fuck it. it. Clearly it's out there. Yeah. What's, Did you see what the S looks like? It's tiny. What do you think of that grill? I mean, it's a grill. <laughs> that's for sure. Somebody, somebody posted, I forgot who, but somebody posted that console and then like what it would look like with the same design, except that black grill also had like the white X in it. Oh yeah. And I looked, I'm like, that looks so much better. Like, it just looks better. I mean, if you're comfortable, take it apart. and Sure, but I'm just saying, like, it's just, it, it, all the memes came out right after people holding jukeboxes oh, up yep, and shit yep, like yep, that. I saw I'm that. Like, oh, my God. No, I saw that. I'm like, that, that, look, something so simple made that thing look so much better. But, whatever. I mean, if it's in an entertainment center, you're not going to look at the top of it anyway, so it yeah. doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, crazy. Two ninety nine. You know what's funny too? I thought about it. I forgot who said it. I can't forgetting all these things, but somebody said that, and they, they talked about it in the article as well. Regardless of PR speech, there are so many gamers out there, so many people out there that don't have a 4K TV, mm-hmm. that don't play games in 4K, right? And for those people, which is a lot of people. Two ninety nine is crazy. Yeah, it's a good deal. You're able to play all the same games, and realistically speaking, people can get at me all they want, but I'm just going to say this: the difference in fourteen forty p to four k, unless you are right up to it, paying close attention, you're not going to tell. So the fact that you're getting fourteen forty p at sixty fps as a base, that's really good. Up to one hundred twenty fps, frames win games. That's not the resolution. It's the frames. And that's, that's so fucking awesome for two ninety nine. Yeah. And I'm not trying to sound like a fanboy right now because that's not what I want to I mean, do. If you think about it, you're not going to get 
You can't build a PC that does that. Yeah, you can't. You can't even get, can't even get a GPU that does no. 1440p. No, you cannot. Price. You cannot. That, like, like we just mentioned earlier, if just not even in terms of PC gaming, but being a gamer in general now, especially with COVID and everything, and people's bank accounts being slimmed down, and and everything that's been happening, two ninety nine is a price point for that console is fucking insane that coupled with you have the you have the financing options mm-hmm. if you want to do that yep that 25 bucks a month for the s and you get two years of ultimate of game pass ultimate all included 25 bucks a month i mean you're paying 15 just for the ultimate normally so right so 10 bucks for a fucking console over two years is that what it is yeah 24 month, yep. That's $300 for that console. That's insane. That's fucking insane. Just wow. I what a time to be. I still can't get over the fact that a 20 that a 3070 is $500. Yeah, that's going to be nuts. Wow. Completely nuts. When I saw the price point for that, now because I was so skeptical when they were talking about it's more it has more performance than a 2080 Ti. And the one thing I, I, I'm i thinking to myself, you're not showing me anything that would prove that, NVIDIA. You're just sure. showing me a graph. So obviously I'm going to wait for benchmarks and everything to come out. But from what benchmarks have said, it's pretty good. Looking good. It is. Will? Yeah. That's it for Cod and Other Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures of the Yeah. Will, what'd you play over the past week and a half? Um, um, I mean, you have them listed. I did. I'm trying to think if there was any more. Oh, okay. Because, like, that's what I played today. Oh. And I couldn't remember anything before that. Sure. I know, I know I at least played Rogue Company and Modern Warfare. And we played Rogue Company. We did. I liked it. It was fun. It's a good game. So, good game. yeah, Modern Warfare, getting back into Warzone. Not great at it, just having fun with friends. Uh, and then Rogue Company, still learning the ropes, trying to get used to it. Yeah, I, I really enjoy Rogue Company. It's a good game. I get why you guys enjoy it. Yeah. It's tactical. It's fun. Weapons feel good. Some of the abilities are bullshit, but that's besides the point. Oh, dude, I did something incredible today. What did you do? So, you know, the character Anvil, who has the shield. Yeah. So we were playing Demolition, which is like S&D. Okay. I had the bomb. I rushed the bomb site, planted the bomb in the corner, and put the shield down, and no one could get to the bomb. I just sat there the whole round and watched all of them die. I was just like, yep, I'm just sitting here behind my shield, not doing anything. Sounds like that needs to be fixed. I mean, they could have thrown a grenade on back Oh, there. sure, that's they, a good point. They could have done something. I risked it, and they had no counter for me. It was, it was freaking awesome. That's crazy. So, uh, yep. I uh, found a little exploit, but I didn't I didn't mind it. Got us around wind. Win. Very nice. Yeah. Was... How was Warzone? Yeah, it's Warzone. Did I tell you that Justin and I played? I saw that. I missed out. I saw, like, you guys were messaging, yeah. and I didn't see the messages till the next day. We got second place, first game. Oh, very nice. Granted, 
the circle played it to us the whole time. The whole time. Damn, yeah, that's lucky. And the play, Justin, so we were at Dam. Okay. And a team, so we're playing duos, obviously. A team was in the tower, like the watchtower. Yep. We had a helicopter. I dipped, and I was like, I was below them. Right. I didn't have any C4 or anything like that. I didn't have a grenade, so I couldn't really do much. But Justin got to a really good place where he could just shoot into the window Mm -hmm. and they were focused on him. And I'm like, Justin, can you just keep shooting them? Like, do you have just enough ammo to just keep shooting them? Yeah. I don't care if you kill them, just shoot them. And he's like, yeah. So he's laying shots down. They're completely focused on them. I was able to sneak underneath. Oh no. Climb all the way up the ladder. (laughs) And destroy both of them. Nice. Right then and there. Very nice. And I died to a kid by an RPG at the last team. Oh, I was yeah. fucking pissed. I wish the launchers were out. And I wish the helicopters were out as well. Sure. Just, I just liked it as a way to get away. Yeah, but I feel like they're too overpowered because oh, yeah. if anybody's redeploying, like there's people who sit in helicopters the whole game and just go after the redeploys and chop them up with the blades. Most people are assholes. It's, it's annoying as hell. That's the first time I've heard of that, to be honest. Most people are assholes. Yeah, I've died to it many times. It's pieces of shit. Uh, anyway. What did you play this week? What else did you play? I played some emulator stuff. And then I also did some game streaming stuff. I played on Stadia, GeForce Now, and the xCloud beta. Any of them getting better from the lag input? Input lag? The one thing I will say. I was playing Elder Scrolls Online, so an MMO, yep. on Stadia, on my phone, via Wi-Fi connection. Zero latency. Interesting. And the quality was great. I had literally zero issues. And I'm on the free tier, because I don't need 4K or anything like that. Sure. On, oh, and Justin says we almost won like three times. True. Um, See, my, my biggest thing is I play a lot of games with Joey. Yeah. And his I, his MMR is always higher than mine because he plays more games than I do. Sure. And he gets good at them. I just don't have time. I'm not, not that good. I, I suck at a lot of games. No, you don't suck at a lot of games. I, I feel you on the time constraint. So I play like Warzone and whatnot and Rogue Company with him. And like we're playing like I'm starting out playing these games. And he's like already fucking in it and like way up there. And I just get destroyed all the time. There's a little like feather or something that flew up in the oh air. i saw your eyes wide like behind me i'm like is there a killer in the closet <laughs> yep i, I had him had i've been uh i've been watching a lot of uh criminal minds oh my god i've been having a lot of weird serial killer dreams because of it so yeah don't piss will off basically is what no we're no, no i'm not the like you're finding them i'm finding things yeah like, you I'm have not, the you're getting the mind of a criminal to find them i'm not finding the serial killers i'm finding like scenes in my dreams oh Scenes and dreams. Yeah. Don't let your dreams be scenes. No, don't. It's, it's quite scary. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, I was going to say, uh, GeForce Now is also very, very good. I've had literally no problems with that either. Okay. And then the xCloud beta, I'm glad it's still in beta. But the thing is, is that apparently it releases on the 15th next week in full form. So we'll see how that works. The thing that I'm genuinely the most excited about xCloud is the library that it's going to have. 
I want to know, I imagine it is, but I want to know if it's a one-to-one recreation of what's available on Game Pass right now. Because what's in beta is not. So I'm okay. hoping I'm hoping that that's the case. Okay. Leave, Justin. <laughs> you can leave. No, that was beautiful. No. Um, Blade Row Company with you and uh, Jordan and Joey. And it was great. Had a great time. Want to play more of it? I played GT Sport, which... I still think the menus in Gran Turismo games are the worst thing to ever happen in game design. And the people who design the UI in Gran Turismo games, not necessarily should be fired, but they should not do what they're doing because I don't want people to get fired over their job. I think that's stupid, but I, I, I do think that they should not do that anymore. Um, I caved like a motherfucker and I bought Marvel's Avengers and so I was playing Marvel's Avengers. And the story's really good. But it's like Destiny. So there's that. But no, seriously, the gameplay's really good. Um, and the story's really good. But I'll probably just play it till I finish the campaign and then maybe dive into the other stuff. But the cool thing about that game is that all future stuff is free. So, like, all the expansions or whatever they decide to do is going to be free. So, that'll be cool. I'm happy about that. Halo 5 and MCC. Community Playdate. Sorry, Um, I missed it. It's okay. Was that yesterday? Yes. What happened yesterday? I was just getting... Yeah, you you were just getting home. Just got home. Yeah. I think I was probably sleeping by 10. I don't blame you. Yeah. Long flight. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. So, not only... Do we have the flight? I just we were staying two hours away from the airport, so I did got I got up at like six a.m. to drive to the airport and do all that stuff. Jesus Christ, crazy long day. So I missed it, and I completely spaced that it was Tuesday because I've been. I mean, we also had Labor Day, so I completely forgot it was Tuesday yesterday as oh, well. Nice, yeah. Um, goal. Uh, Justin asks, "Is it trash? Is what trash?" I think you you were talking about Marvel Avengers when he said that. Got it. I do not believe it is trash. I don't believe it's great. Correct. But I don't it think it's trash. It is not a great game. It is not a trash game. It is a pretty okay game. I It, it feels good punching things. Yeah. And throwing Thor's hammer, feeling oh. like you're throwing Kratos' axe. My favorite thing I like. saw um, when you know, all the streamers were playing it early like Thor's hammer can like sit on an enemy. Yeah. So they it would can like pin them. Yep. So they would um like if someone needed to charge an ability, they were going through the rounds, they would just pin so- the last one down and like let abilities charge over time. That's smart. And then finally kill them before going on to the next wave. There's a there's a boss mission where you fight abomination on top of a building and there's a glitch where you can hit him off the top of the building and win immediately. Oh really? So with there's the a hammer? Yeah, uh no, I think if you just keep fucking punching him with Hulk. I think oh. you have to be Hulk and you keep punching him and you just pop him right off. Nice. Yep. And that's just a really easy way to cheese him. <laughs> so that's funny. Um yeah, Halo 5 and MCC. Halo 5 we just did Warzone Firefight. Okay. Something chill. We had a lot of good conversation over Star Wars, Star Trek. Oh man. And well, we talked about like favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. Like which one of the franchise is the favorite? Damn. And then we talked about, because I've never watched Star Trek before, and Shot hasn't either, and so we're talking about, like, which 
what if we were to start watching it, what series should we start with? There's so many of them. Right. So we talked about that. It was a good conversation. And like Justin said, firefights his jam. He was top of the leaderboard every fucking time. Nice. Nice, Justin. Um, Yeah, and then we did some we did some MCC, just did some social games. And the last game I played, it was Heretic, Halo 3, just Team Slayer. And I felt like I got the Hit Reg update early. Oh, yeah? It was insane. Shots were sticking. I think I got 27 out of 50 kills that game. That was a good game. Felt good. That's what I played. Beth got a... Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't really need to bring that up. But, yeah, Beth got a goose. It was Shit unfortunate. Happens. Yeah, and the, fu- the the worst part was is that there was a lot of team help in that in preventing her from getting a kill, basically. That team that we played against was not bad at all, though. It was, it was a very terrible game for us. But, uh, yeah... That didn't get a kill. It's unfortunate. Um, well, it's time for some shout-outs. Shout-out to everyone who joined the community play date. It was a fun time. Shout-out to everyone who followed and subbed during this live show. Me. Uh, congratulations to Trippy on getting the first PC Halo 3 Hardcore 50. That's a lot of grinding for that shit. And then happy belated birthday to Miss Ninjutsu. Or Ninjutsu. I, my apologies. Bobetta says, finally off shift. Time to get carried in Halo 3 again. You go get carried, my man. Community creations. Halo memes every day. Check it out. Reddit.com forward slash hard forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number seven day by High Tech Redneck. And the HTS Pro Talk community played a Guardian Team Slayer game that uh, Beth had as well, where she went fucking off with a sniper. It was insane. On my X episodes four and five, nap time SWAT montage edited by Lights, Paradise Halo shirts, which I fucking wanted one, but unfortunately they're not for sale. And as a matter of fact, you might have seen some shirts we made floating around. These were made as a token of appreciation to those who played a vital role in getting Paradise Halo off the ground and realized their incredible support. Thank you. I still want to fucking buy one of those shirts. So, uh, hey, Paradise Halo, if you ever listen to this, make your shirts able to be purchased so I can buy one. Thank you. We have a new Head and Xperia intro. We have the Halo Infinite Monster Energy Drink Promotion Redemption Tutorial by the Patman Gaming, which I alluded to earlier on in the show. Please watch that because it's a mind fuck. We have the Halo Community Spotlight by Snickerdoodle. Eli the Ninja 2020 FFA Montage Halo 2 Classic. Yes, that is the... Eli the Ninja from way back. And then we have Narrows TS 21 to 5 Pro Gameplay Analysis by Falcated. That's it. Oh my God. Whoa. I played Halo 5. You just rem- so I remember. I remembered a game that I played. It was okay. Strongholds. We were down like 20. I think it was 24 to 80. And we ended up winning the game 100 to like 86. Okay. It was just nuts. It just popped in my head. Sorry. No, you're fine. That's crazy. See, there you go. Yeah. Something about going through all that. It's all good. <laughs> my brain clicked. Jesus. <laughs> well, no, you're fine. That's all I got for the community creations. And therefore that's all I got for the show. If you wouldn't, if you would just do me a favor and 
plug the motherfucker. That'd be great. Did you clean this up? It looks different. Like no. The, oh. Well, you can find. Did I clean it up? Does like. Okay. No, I did not. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. If you're, I mean, if you're listening to this remotely, you probably know. But we are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Podcast. You can join the Discord, join the community discussion. LFG channel if you want to get some games in. IRL channel if you want to just talk about shit going on. Whatever you desire. Shit going on. Yeah. Community playdates are often organized there. You can get updates to the show. They're only organized there. Highly recommend Discord to anyone. You can get it as a mobile app. You can get it on your PC. Can't get it on your Xbox. Yet. They should include a... It's another big complaint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should just have voice chat integrated through Discord, but whatever. There you go. We do have an Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Hopefully those are viable during Mm -hmm. Infinite and we can use them and do things and get rewards and all that fun stuff. The socials. Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you want to include Twitch where we live stream this as a social, I mean, we are talking to you here, so. It's true statement. Yeah. Come find us. HS Pro Talk on all those sites. We do have our own Esportspedia page. They made, they gave us one. I don't know why, but we're there. And then. Yeah, we're pretty cool. I mean, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have our own HS Pro Talk website, hsprotalk.com. We do. Find a link to the merch store in there if you want to buy some cool swag. Some HS Pro Talk shirts hoodies there's a mug if you want to drink your coffee and be reminded of hs pro talk help support the channel and the community or everything we do here be much appreciated you can check out our interviews with the europa halo nations cup yes players I, those that captains. was those some of those interviews were great they were we need i get, laughed we need to get uh, more community stuff on there agreed fun in the future agreed yeah go check us out find us wherever you want to find us we're out there just gotta just gotta look through your computer screen. Take a look. <laughs> it's in a web page. The reading internet. All right. Well, is that it? That's all I got, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 143 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for watching. I want to thank you very much for listening. If you had a good time, then great. If you didn't, then... Great. We'll be back next week to talk about some more Halo things. And who knows? Hopefully, we have an announcement for what the future is for the HCS after this round of the Pro Series. Eh? Eh, Tashi? Eh? Please? Please? (laughs) Josh wants info. I think everybody wants info, but guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Hope you had a great time. Will, it's great to have you back. Um, I'm sorry you have to go back to work eventually. Yeah. And, oh, well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for what hopefully the potential of HCS is going to look like. Excited yeah. for the next Call of Duty. Um, a lot of cool stuff happening in competitive esports right now. So it's a good time all around. And hopefully we get that PlayStation 5 price very soon. Some tells me it's going to be very soon. And yeah, just a good time to be a video gamer. I bet we'll get the PlayStation within the next week. Oh yeah, for sure. Phil Spencer said they were going to release the Xbox stuff within the week. Correct. So hopefully that's translated over. Hopefully. Guys, it's going to do it for us in episode 143. We'll catch you next week with more info on stuff. But until then, ladies and gentlemen...
and Voodoo Man just shows up. But that's besides the point. Ladies and gentlemen, bye-bye!